This is a Final Show Films actual play. Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films presents Grand Terra Adventures. I am Sinstaku, and I am your GM and uh, host today. And with me today is Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Nerali, Tiefling Monk. And Jack. Hey, Jack here. I'm playing Fakir, the Elf Warlock. And Maurice. Hi, I'm Maurice. I'm playing Karis, the Drow Paladin. And Cody. Um, Cody playing Fiat, the half orc blood hunter. And L- Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Lavis, the halfling cleric. And William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Graza, the half orc blood hunter. And we're once more Austin list because he's not feeling well today. <clears throat> so, when last we left our heroes, you had uh, decided at the Magisterium with the with the help of Railnor that you were going to instead of pursuing uh, the the missing person from the labyrinth. Uh, to groom Ka, and instead of going to the Ionian capital while they're in the midst of preparing for war, um, that you were going to leave the country and go try to find the remaining seals of Eidos's prison uh, where you figured they might be located. And one of the places that you figured they might be located, you figured the seal of Bahamut may be located in Meosuchi, specifically with the dragon clan of Meosuchi. Um, so you decided that you're going to leave the leave the fair shores of Aeonia. Um, some of you for the first time, some of you have come from other places. In the first, anyways, uh, and are heading to uh, Meosuchi. And in order to do that, you teleported from the Magisterium across the continent to Eastport, which is exactly opposite of where the Magisterium is. Uh, and uh, you, you, you arrived there safely through use of the teleportation services of the mages and the Ministerium. And while you were at the Ministerium, you hired the services of one Kana Firelight, a Meosuchi native and a sister, of, you know, sister of the Firelight Emporium owner, Elia, uh, who provided you with interesting potions, one of which uh, Fikir has, which he does not know what it'll do. He just knows that it is purple and to use it when in battle. Um, Specifically when in personal danger. When in personal danger. And that will certainly go well. I'm, that will certainly go flawlessly. Uh, at, it will, it will have, magically turn me immune to everything. Having, <laughs> having arrived in Eastport, you suddenly realized that you had very little gold. Um, and that it's probably going to cost you gold to buy the services of a ship to buy passage to Miyosuchi, considering that it's a very long ways away. Um, so, you set about to find the job board, which there is one posted uh, near the center of the city, near the center of the city, um, in, near, near this large giant oak, um, and that's where we left off last time. So, you are looking at this job board, and immediately you see there there are a few, you know, notices, and so it's not just a job board, it looks like it's also an announcement board, you know, there's, a, there's an upcoming marriage at the church, um, at, at the church, there's, you know, various things going on. Um, but what the, the, what draws your eyes the most is the, this one section of the board that seems to be reserved for uh, help wanted ads, and you see uh, help wanted tavern repair. Uh, a local a local uh, tavern, the Drowned Marrow, is requesting able-bodied people uh, to uh, able-bodied people to help fix the tavern. Um, they are paying five hundred gold per person for or per person that arrives to help out. Um, and it is, uh, you are to inquire with Vita Thorn, the owner of the Drowned Marrow, 
Um, there is another one saying help wanted uh, shipyard cleaning. Uh, apparently, Harbormaster Gary Horn uh, is requesting assistance with clearing out the wreckage of some ships. Apparently, they've had some uh, troubles in the harbor, and some some there are some ships that are wrecked, and they need assistance pulling those out of the water, getting them out of the way so that other fishing vessels can leave and other passage vessels can leave. Um, there is a request from a real estate broker, Gunter Stoutpost, uh, to clear out what he to to investigate a haunted mansion. Um, there is a request from uh, the uh, uh, Marshal Alicia, Alicia Rain, uh, the town guard captain, uh, for somebody to investigate reports of marsh trolls attacking farmland to the south. Um, and there is a request from Ben Ter, uh, the owner of the Eastport Fishery, to help clear out barnacles that are attacking dock workers and ships. Uh, on, on the docks themselves. Okay. Barnacles are attacking people. That's what the, that's what the thing says. Ridiculous. I don't know much about ships, but I thought barnacles just stuck to the bottoms of them. What's the uh, pay for the one? The, uh, so the, the yeah the um so the uh, the the the. Eastport fishery job pays two thousand gold. That's the uh, one for clearing out the wreckage. No, that that's one for clearing out the barnacles. Oh, okay, two thousand um, for that one. Two thousand, okay. two thousand for the group that arrives to help with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the marsh trolls pays two thousand gold for dealing with the trolls, um, for whoever deals with the trolls. The uh, the tavern is five hundred per person that arrives. Right. Um, that that actually helps, you know, not necessarily. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the uh, the uh, shipyard cleaning uh, is three thousand gold, uh, okay. and the haunted mansion is three thousand gold. All right. Well, it also suddenly comes to mind that none of you know how expensive it would be to charter a ship to, from to charter a ship. ship. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So clearly, we should all split up, and everybody takes one particular job. Yeah. Um, sure. Go ahead. Let's, let's do that. Well, Nerali, you'll probably want to take the uh, the drowned marrow then, because you don't like money. So that's the <laughs> This is true. I would like to check out the haunted mansion. I, I had a feeling you'd say that. Kana, 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 standing behind you, just says, "Just as long as you guys remember, twenty percent." And every other first pick. Yes, I know. All right. Well. Anything with the harbor or the docks would probably give us at least some opportunity to gather a little bit more information about how much our passage would be. So that's possibly a good uh, good draw to those. We could. We have a cl- we have a cleric and a. And a paladin both. And uh, Theod, I know that you're comfortable with undead, so if there's a haunted element going on, could be worthwhile. My specialty. Mm -hmm. I'm in favor of destroying undead. All right. I have that now. (laughs) Oh, good. Splendid. You know, we could also... We should just take the first two jobs and then just deal with the 
Haunted Mansion, like, the next day, if we can. Well, we don't know how long these will take, but I'd be willing to drop by the tavern first. Yeah. Let's see what we can find. Well, uh, William dropped out, so... Uh, he's, um, uh, all right, so you guys are gonna. Uh, Graza never cares. Graza never, never cares. Oh, <laughs> cares. So long as Graza gets paid. Uh, so, yeah. what are you guys deciding? So uh, we're at the tavern. Headed to the tavern first. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, head to the tavern. All right, uh, so you all uh, head. It's fairly easy to find. Uh, the Drowned Marrow is located on the, you know, near the docks, not on the docks, but it's it's kind it's that kind of place where uh, sailors will come and hang out and uh, they'll they'll drink and party and be merry after, when they're on shore leave. Uh, it's just it's this you know small building right here, um, and when you get to it, you see that it's still standing, but like. The windows are busted. The door is off the hinge. Uh, you, you can see the sign is the sign is a is actually a, a, is a like a a um, a um, what's it called a, a stuffed marrow that's been okay. like speared through the middle with a harpoon. <laughs> like it's it's like it's like somebody killed and stuffed and mounted the marrow, and that's the sign. That's where the tavern gets its name. Um, okay. And it's sort of like hanging on a hinge, like like it's normally hung up with two chains, but one of the chains is busted. It's hanging, sort of cocked down into the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking inside, you see that there are busted up tables. There's a busted up counter. Uh, there's there's a couple of people mopping up what looks like blood stains, um, and a man um, who he there there's a human man sort of leaning against the bar in the back, sort of overseeing everything. Uh, he's got a very He's got a, he's, he's, his head is, is shaved bald, but he's got a very thick, very strong, very tough beard um, mm-hmm. that's sort of braided and has some torques on it. Um, and you see that his upper torso and arms are just covered in old scars, lacerations. He's like he used to be a fisherman or some sort of sailor of some kind. Um, he's wearing uh, just like a really uh, a plain brown tunic. Uh, and slacks, and his left arm is bandaged and held up, like, sort of against his chest. Um, just, like, held tight, like it's healing. Okay. Which is why he's not doing anything. He's he's sort of directing traffic as these other volunteers are, are helping to clean up. Walk up to him. Uh, Would you be Master of Inner Thorn? Ah, yes. Vida, yes. That's the... Uh, are you here about the notice? Indeed we are. What seems to be the issue? Hi. 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 You're a strange group, but okay. Um, well, we had some pirates rough up the tavern day before last. We're just trying to get folks to help put it back together. I'm, he gestures to his arm. I would do it myself, but I kind of can't. All right, so would you need help fixing things, or would you need help finding the pirates and making them pay? Uh, well, I only need help fixing things. If you want to find the pirates, that's on your own. Um, I mean, by the way, they're not hard this, to find. Just follow the smell of alcohol. By the way, this little one here, and I point to Lavis, can help you with that arm if you allow him. I can. I I am trained in the arts of healing. Sure, I guess. All right. Um... So what, what, would you, what would you like to do to help him with his arm? 
Would <laughs> do I know if le- restoration or yeah. cure so, wounds would be more so accurate? Cure wounds heals wounds. Um, mm-hmm. This is this looks like it's more of a debilitating injury at this point. Uh, so it would it would take more of a it would take a lesser restoration. To, to All right, I, I have that because it's a domain spell. Okay. So I guess I cast lesser restoration. Right, you, you, so you, you reach up and you know you grab your your, your holy symbol and 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 touch uh, his his you know, sl- arm that's in the sling. Uh, this divine light and sort of radiant energy comes off of you into his arm and and it's like sort of the entire arm glows for a minute, and he like you can feel the muscles tense up underneath and then relax as he starts to you know open and close his hand and oh well. Unwraps it, stretches it out, moves it back and forth. Oh, gods be good. Thank you very much, little one. I'm glad to have helped. Well, I I guess I don't need help fixing anything anymore. Um, (laughs) If you'd like, uh, tell you what, if you'd like to take care, if you'd like to find those ruffians and take care of them, I I guess I'll still pay you for uh, for the work. Very good. Yes, I think we could person. happily help that out. Mm-hmm. And I glance around, and Fikaro used prestidigitation to clean up several of the nastier things that might be present. Sure. Yeah. So, so you, you, you glance around, wave a hand, and as you do, like there are people mopping bloodstains out of the floor, and then they they suddenly stop because the bloodstains are gone. <laughs> Um, the glass is all cleaned up and cleared. Like the the windows are still broken, but you, you right. managed to clear out the, those categories. The, de- well, the debris is gone. Yeah. Well, that certainly makes fixing the place up a little easier. Uh, sure. Thank you. Um, he he starts you know barking orders to the people that are that are cleaning up, telling them to go get lumber and, and glass and set about to doing the actual repair work now that he's able. Um, where would you suggest we find these miscreants? Hmm. Well, they stumbled out of, out from the docks. Um, presumably, they have a. We, we we typically get all sorts of all sorts of types that come through here. The marshal tends to take care of the less savory kind, but uh, they don't stay in the docks for very long. There's a couple of places up and down the coast that they might be hiding out, but you'd probably have better luck asking some of the sailors. I don't. I don't. I don't go out on the sea very much anymore. I see. Did any of them have any defining features or notable characteristics we might be able to identify them by? Well, they were the Black Skull crew. You'll Oh it's it's a simple enough. It's a gaudy They've got these basically charcoal skulls on their uniforms and tattoos. It's not hard to find. Splendid. Well we'll see what we can find. Best of luck. Thank you. Uh, just come back when you're done. We'll do that. Okay. All right. And Fakir will turn on his heel and head out for the docks. All right. You see him, you know, start to uh, pick up, you know, go go behind the counter, grab his tools, and come back out and start to fix the place up as you guys walk out of the tavern. All right. So you're heading, towards, heading towards the docks? All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you head towards the docks, you see there's a there's a variety of ships docked uh, in the harbor. Um, they're mostly small fishing vessels. Uh, there are three 
larger vessels that look like they're large enough to make the journey to Meosuchi. Um, mm -hmm. Most of the others just look like they're shoreline and harbor vessels. Um, you also see the, the broken masts and hulls of other ships sort of lining the water in areas that's sort of preventing ships from leaving. You see some people out in smaller boats try, you know, fishing wreckage out of the water as they go. Um, the three boats that you see that are large enough to presumably take passengers, if they take passengers, uh, the names are the Conflagration. Uh, the Conflagration is a very bright red and orange paint job uh, on a galleon that has a gnome bursting into flames as the masthead, as the as the figurehead of the vessel. Um, there's the Dark Lady, which is a black and purple, very sleek, more of a more of a, a schooner. Um, Smaller than, smaller than the Conflagration by a great deal, but still large enough to take passengers. It looks like it's a fairly fast ship. Um, it has a what looks like a female drow elf as the masthead. Uh, and there is the Zephyr's Wing, which is a broad and sturdy, almost square ship um, uh, with a... With a uh, sort of a pair of wings coming across the bow. No no real figurehead, but as a pair of wings coming across the bow and going back where the name is written with large square sails. Um, and uh, it, it, it's chunkier than the rest of the, than the other two. But roughly the same size as the Dark Lady. Does Vicar recognize it? I mean, you recognize the name. And okay. The ship, but does, yeah. it, does it look like it's the same ship? Okay. It looks like the Zephyr's Wing. So yeah, Fakir will just stop and just kind of stare at it for a minute. And so you're all walking along the docks and Fakir just stops. Lavis stops to stop and make sure he's not falling behind. Yeah, Jesus. I'm just stopping to make sure that he's not, he hasn't gone catatonic like has happened a couple of times in the past. <laughs> Wave my just, hand in front of his face. And he'll immediately um, just flap it out of the way. <laughs> sorry. Mm. No, I know that ship. Oh. Good no or bad no? It brought me from Dalarati. Uh, I heard that. Because <laughs> I kept walking. <laughs> uh, the captain doesn't like magic very much, but they were suitable and fairly cheap. That's a good sign. Yes, well, we'll have to see uh, if any of my old shipmates are aboard, maybe. Oh. But, uh, yes, the Skull Pirate people first, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so you are at the docks. I mean, we could ask them. They might know. Maybe. Hmm. Well, at least it'd be someone we might have a bit of a connection with. And, uh, <laughs> yes. Let's look. Let's see. And yeah, Fakir will wander over towards the Zephyr's Wing and see if he recognizes anybody. All right, so as, you, as you're as you heading towards the Zephyr's Wing, you see 
on the on the on the the dock itself, you know, you see people loading up cargo, and as you approach, you hear, and then see this loud voice, um, just you know, berating people. It's like. Would you get the stuff moving a little faster? Come on. We've got to get this ship ready to go once they clear out the waters. And you recognize this voice immediately. Um, okay. And as you come through, you, you hear this, this sort of rough, gruff voice belongs to a dwarf um, standing about exactly three and a half feet tall. Um, like uh, with another foot attached to him because of this massive red mohawk. Um, yep. he's got this massive foot tall mohawk that, uh, that's just brilliantly red has a black leather with gold studded jewel eye patch over, over one eye a pair of ridiculously large axes just strapped to his back he's wearing a very like, like a very fancy white silk shirt with a big collar and, and frilly wrist and frilly you know wrist areas with with these large heavy black leather gloves on um, and unlike he's probably the first dwarf the rest of you have ever seen that doesn't have a beard um, he has like red stubble on his face but it's pr almost clean shaven um, and uh, just you know so this big flowy white shirt black slacks these high boots um, standing three and a half, four feet tall with a, with an extra foot of mohawk on top and just yelling at these sailors who were not moving, moving as fast as they possibly could, but still not fast enough for this no, time. No. <laughs> uh, care recognizes him as Dwali Wave Crusher, the captain mm -hmm. of the Zephyr's Wing. And yeah, he'll wander right up to him. Hey. Captain Wavecrusher, pleasure to see you again. What? Oh, the weird elf. Ah, welcome back. Are you needing more passage? Well, we're a bit strapped for coin, but I don't know how long you'll be in dock, and we're headed for Meosuchi once we've earned our own fare. Meosuchi? Oh. You're heading for that place. Land of the Turtles. Yeah. Um, we got cargo heading north, not necessarily to there, but... If you're looking for passage and you've got the coin, we could potentially drop you off on our way. Splendid. I don't know how long our business will keep us here in Eastport. How long are you berthed for? Only until they finish clearing the harbor. I see, yes. Saw a little bit of news on that. Yeah. Any strange troubles been causing the wreckage out there? I don't know. I don't pay much attention. I just worry about my ship and my cargo. I don't really give a shit about what happens outside the harbor with those other boats. All I know is they're in my way. That's true. We've got some other crew that's a bit in our own way as well. Are you familiar with the uh, Black Skulls crew? As, you, as soon as you say Black Skulls, he just hawks and spits on the ground. <laughs> Bunch of degenerates, what they are. Trying to steal an honest captain's cargo, they did. Well, he's, we're like he's 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 subconsciously he subconsciously <laughs> pulled one of the axes off of his back as you said. Like, <laughs> like he's just he's just standing there gripping an axe in his hand while he's yelling. <laughs> I like this guy. I'm fairly used to this behavior, so I just keep going on. <laughs> so, but, 
any any clue where they might be holed up? We're going to go rouse them out and make them pay for their misdeeds. Oh, oh I'm back. Uh, to catch William up real quick, you've just uh, they decided to go help out the tavern. They went to the tavern. Uh, I don't know what all the jobs on that board were. Oh yeah, I only heard the first two. Uh, so the jobs that were there, just so you know, when you get back to it, uh, there was a a uh, request to help repair a, a tavern called the Drowned Marrow. Um, there was a request to clear out some barnacles that are reportedly attacking dock workers and ships. Um, there was okay. a there was a request to investigate some marsh trolls that are potentially attacking farms to the south. Um, there was a request to clear out a uh, to investigate a potentially haunted mansion. Um, and there was a request to help clear out the wreckage of ships which are currently in the harbor, preventing any preventing any ships from leaving. Um, the the you, your your team decided to go help out the tavern first. Went to the tavern, uh, saw that it, it had actually been attacked by pirates, and uh, Lavis healed the tavern owner. The, the tavern owner had been injured, which is why he needed help repairing the tavern. Um, Lavis healed the tavern owner so that he could not do the repairs, and he said, well, if you guys go take care of those pirates, I'll still pay you. So, um, then they went down to the docks. They saw, uh, most of what's in the docks are a bunch of fishing vessels, and then there's also three larger vessels that could potentially carry passengers. Um, one of them was a galleon called the Conflagration, uh, whose, uh, masthead was a gnome bursting into flames. Uh, there was a schooner called the Dark Lady, um, and then there, which, whose master was a drow, a female drow. Um, and then there was another one called the Zephyr Wing, uh, which Fakir said he recognized because it's the ship that brought him to, to Aeonia from Dalarati. Uh, they went up to talk to the crew of the Zephyr's Wing to see what they could find out about the pirates, who are the, the Black Skull pirates. Um, and, uh, found Dwali, Captain Dwali Wavecrusher. Uh, the captain of the Zephyr's Wing, who is a three, three, three and a half, four foot tall dwarf with a foot tall of red mohawk, um, no beard to speak of. He's just sort of like stubble, a black and gold eye patch, uh, wearing typical captain's gear, no hat, um, with two axes on his back. Um, and that's where you're at now. He's talking. You know, uh, Fakir just asked him if he knew anything about the Black Skull uh, pirates. Well, if I had my ship able to leave the harbor, I'd go blast them out myself. They've got a, there's a, there's an old smuggler's port to the south of here. Uh, it's in a cave along the coast. You can get to it from the water or you can get to it from the land. It's not too difficult to find. They're typically in there. It's just, it's not really a cave, more like an overhang, like a beach area, I guess mm -hmm. if you would. Um, yeah. If they're not getting drunk and busting up taverns, they're getting drunk there. Splendid. We'll take a walk south, then. Sure, sure. Are you looking to hire... By the way, are you looking to hire the Zephyr Wing? We might be. What sort of uh, passage fee would you be asking? How many of you are coming along? Uh, well, six, seven, nine of us? Eight of us? Nine of us? You got uh, eight. All of you plus Aaron and Kana. Right. Drifa doesn't exist anymore. Right. Eight right. birds. Eight of you. Mm. Well, normal fare was you know you found this out yourself was a thousand gold of head. Mm-hmm. 
Which you remember was the price you paid to get up here. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, and we'd be willing to uh, assist on board as needed if there was any possibility of mitigating the fee. Make a persuasion check. Gotta love rolling that six. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he rolled a one. Um, so, <laughs> tell you what, I got some real sad sacks of sailors up on this ship right now. The old crew, the crew that you saw, bunch of bastards went up and left me. But this this yeah. new crew, mostly spineless, he says, yelling over his shoulder <laughs> at the uh, at the crew who's still loading up as fast as humanly possible, but not fast <laughs> enough. Um, uh, and you help out on the ship. You pull your own weight, all of you. He says, looking at the he says, uh, looking at the half moon. Um, <laughs> he's a dwarf. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you a passage. I'll give you a berth. Five hundred ahead. Well, I doubt we'll hear a fairer deal than that. He spits Look around at everybody else. <laughs> he spits in his hand and holds it out. I spit in mine and hold it out as well. Clasp hands. All right, deal's a deal. We'll hold in. We'll hold in the harbor until you're ready. Splendid. We'll be ready as soon as we possibly can. Don't we also need to clear that debris from the water so ships can leave? We yes, we might. Mm -hmm. We might. We might be a bit busy with that ourselves. But you see that there are there are like small fishing, like like small rowboats out there with people fishing debris out of the water, but. It's slow if going. you want to help, you guys can yeah. help with that. I'm not going to. <laughs> well, first we have to. Yeah. First we have to find our, our band of merry miscreants. So we have something we can take care of on the way there too. It's true. If we're headed south, we might look into the trolls while we're out there. Yeah. Well, the yeah, uh, the, 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 the so. The troll, the, 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 the notice for the Mars Trolls said to see Marshal Alicia Rain right. uh, about, the, about the job. Sounds good. <clears throat> okay. Well, shall we stop by the Marshals before we leave town in case it's on the way? Yes. Sure. Yeah. All right. Let's take a look. Can we also see Gunter about that haunted mansion, too? Certainly. Can make the rounds before we leave. All right. Learn about every job in case we end up doing all of them. Yeah. So there's uh, <laughs> so the the people that you would need to speak to to learn about the, you've already spoken to. Vida. We can split up to go talk to the people. You've already yeah. spoken. You've already spoken to Vidathorn. Um, right. Ben so Ter. Ben Ter is the mm -hmm. owner of the Eastport Fishery. Right. Um, and and that's the person you need to speak to about the barnacles. Mm -hmm. Um. Alicia Rain is the marshal who you need to speak to about the trolls. Uh, Gary Horn is the harbor master uh, who you need to speak to about clearing the harbor. Um, and then Gunter Stoutpost is a real estate broker in town. Right. And he's the one okay. that currently owns the mansion. Well, let's go see if we can find the marshal first. All right. Sounds good. All right. Uh, the marshal's not hard to find. There's a barracks off the town square. 
Um, it's sort of cent- it's it's a centralized location so they can easily respond to anybody. You see, uh, you know, leather wearing militiamen coming in and out, with, you know, holding short spears and shields, sort of filing in and out as they report. Um, when you get to the barracks, uh, you see inside inside there you know there's more guards and sort of an armory and it's also also a brig so you see there's a, there's like jail cells in the back with a, a couple of folks sort of slumped over uh, in there you, uh, just sort of against the wall unconscious currently um, and then behind a desk there's this very severe looking woman uh, wearing uh, sort of a it's a steel breastplate with navy with navy blue uh, tunic underneath it. Um, steel greaves uh, has a has a has a long sword on her hip uh, and a a shield a shield on the desk next to uh, on the desk next to her. She's filling out paperwork. She's got uh, uh, salty sort of blonde hair uh, tied back in a ponytail as she sits there, um, just. Talking with talking with another militiaman and, and filling out paperwork. You can only assume that this is Alicia Rain. She's sort of wearing the mo- she's wearing the nicest armor out of the people. Right. Cool. Yeah. So you all just walk in. Yeah. Pretty much. As you walk in, she looks up. Oh, a group of ragtag wanderers, I assume, coming about the job board. She says, filling out paperwork. Nod. It's a good guess. Some trained ragtag adventures. Trained or untrained ragtag is still ragtag, she says, not even looking at you. I assume you're here for the marsh troll request. Well, there's a far- there are farmland to the south, towards the uh, towards the marsh or towards the marshlands. Um, apparently, trolls are coming up north out of the marshes to the south, and attacking farmland, taking cattle, taking. Uh, Taking cattle, destroying crops. Some of the farmers there have requested our assistance. We don't really have too many militiamen to spare, but we figured if anybody wanted to come in and risk their own lives, we would certainly pay the reward. Very good. What can you tell us about marsh patrols in general? I'm not familiar much. Well, they're like trolls, but live in marshes. Tall, giant things, gangly, like to eat, like to eat anything that's living. While it's still living, uh, we don't get them. We don't get them very far. We don't get them this far north very often. Uh, typically, if you're going to fight them, be sure to bring fire. Indeed. And be careful of their claws. And do you simply want a certain number of them slain, or are you looking for a bit more in-depth investigation as to what might be causing their predations? The job is an investigation. First, you need to find out if there actually are trolls attacking the farm, and it's not the work of some other creatures. We're not going to pay to have people go out and fight a dragon, for example. Um, find out that it is trolls, and if it is, deal with the, deal with the trolls that are attacking Bring back proof of bring back proof of their death, and you'll get your reward. Very good. Uh, how would you estimate how far outside town the farms are that seem to be reporting under threat? Uh, she pulls up. A, she she walks over to a, a map of Lower Ionia, uh, which I'm going to switch you guys to just so you can see. Uh, and she estimates that 
the uh, so the 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 hideout that you guys were told was along the coast, around here. Okay. The farmland that she indicates is more out towards the central of the lo central area of the lowlands, closer to closer out this way. Okay. Very good. Well, thank you. All right. Bring back pr bring back proof, and you get your reward. She says, "Splendid." Trying to do her work. It's a standard contract. Okay. Where we come from. Yeah, I'm sure Graz is gonna have fun with that. <laughs> her hand, her hand is, is like on the on the hilt of her sword while she's just, she's kind of idly tapping it. <laughs> See, right. are now. All right. Yeah. Wait, so you all, what, what was that, Jack? Certainly, and uh, he'll grab a guard whichever one seems to be closest, and just say, can you point us towards uh, the real estate broker stout post? Oh, oh yeah, come on. Uh, he steps outside, points across the square, uh, basically okay. opposite of the barracks. <laughs> Thank it's you for like, your kindness. Yeah, it's like the square is the square is where the tree is, so basically right. across the, around the tree the other way. Um, okay. Over here. So you guys go you know, you go around the large tree in the center of town and uh, you see a sign that says uh, Stout Post Realty. We build them stout or we don't build them at all. <laughs> Good knock. Come in, come in. Okay. Open the door. Uh, inside you see uh, there is uh, so the inside of the realty realtor office has you see on the walls there are rows of at first glance they look like paintings but they're actually uh, floor plans of various uh, buildings and and sort of structures that they either have built or are willing to build. Um, there are a couple of dwarven contractors and these are more typical dwarves with the long beards and the long hair and uh, you know talking over you know with with with. with carpentry belts on and sort of an apron uh, talking with this other one whom you can only assume is Gunter because it's where where the where these dwarves are wearing you know they have their beards just sort of loosely tied together they look like workmen uh, this dwarf uh, is wearing a very nice suit um, it's you know a sort of a tailored black suit with with red accents uh, a nice white shirt underneath uh, he's got a dusky brown beard uh, that is tied into three different like sort of three different braids one left one right one center each of which have each of which have a series of three gold torques around the braids uh, starting from the bottom and going all the way up to where they meet on his chin mm -hmm. his hair is slicked back uh, is slicked back and down and hangs down to about the middle of his back it's also tied into a single braid a uh, single braid with torques, but with again gold torques going up to the to his skull, um, and uh, his mustache, like the mustache portion of the beard, is also braided and hanging off to the side, but it's also waxed, so it doesn't the it's it's waxed slightly, so the the torqued braids don't go down; they go sort of out at an angle. Ah, <laughs> oh, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Are, are you here to are you here to uh, entreat our services and have yourself a fine establishment built by the stout post real estate brokers? No, 
Actually, we're here for you to entreat our services and solve one of your problems. Oh, you're here about the mansion? Ah, yes, please, come into my office. And he, he walks to the back of the building, opens the door, and, and you know, waves you all in. Uh, the office is quite spacious. Um, there's quite enough room for all of you to stand and or sit. There's only three chairs, uh, two on one side of a desk and one on the other side of the desk, which is obviously his. Um, the chair on his side of the desk is elevated. Um, and uh, he, 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 he's about four foot tall. Uh, he, he trundles around the, uh, around the desk and, and climbs up into this chair. And when sitting in the chair, he can now look you eye to eye. <laughs> and it's this large mahogany desk in front of him. Mahogany. Mahogany. This large mahogany desk in front of him with, with paperwork and pens and ink quills and things and various such things. Ah, so so you saw the uh, you you saw the I am getting a lot of echo by the way. Um, so you saw the uh, the job request post out on the out on the uh, job board, did you? Uh, and you're all interested in applying and uh, helping me out with my problem. More interested in helping deal with expelling these aberrations than. I, 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 yeah, very good. Operation. Now, we don't know for certain that the house is haunted. These are reports we've gotten from some of our carpenters and some of our, uh, our maintenance men. We're trying to remodel this, uh, this uh, mansion, which I've recently come into property of. The owner uh, recently died, bless his soul. Uh, and uh, we came into we came into rights with a deed. We're trying to remodel it, you know, fix it up a little bit. It's an old house. Uh, we'd like to sell it back to another you know, prosperous family in the town. But uh, in order to do so, we need to renovate it. And the renovations have thus far come to a halt uh, because a lot of our carpenters and our workers are saying that as they're trying to work, something or someone is moving their tools around, messing with their materials, uh, whisperings, they, they say they hear whisperings on the second floor. Quite frankly, I'm not one that, I'm not a big one to believe in haunted houses, but it's, be it's a better investment to send someone to investigate than to do nothing, am I right? What's the yeah. history of the house? Yeah. What exactly are the reports that they're, is it just tools moving around, whispers well, in ears? Well, they definitely say that their, their tools have been moving around. Some of them say their tools have gone missing. Others say that they're hearing voices in the attic or in the upstairs. Uh, the house itself was owned by a very prominent family of mages that unfortunately no longer uh, are alive. Um, the last one of them, a, a grumpy old sot by the name of Gringo. Uh, I don't know where the name came from, but... Uh, Died not too long ago, a couple of months back. Uh, had a burial. It was nice. He paid for it in advance. We, uh, we, you know, uh, are friends with the funeral director, so he let us get a get a chance at the deed before anyone else did. Um, we purchased purchased it off the estate. Uh, yeah, formerly mages owned it. Uh, nobody owns it now except for us, of course. Uh, How did he die? God, no one quite knows. Fear he's just old, right? Hey, God. You already deal with ghosts and the living dead. Does it sound like any haunting you've dealt with? Not a serious one if it is a haunting. Nobody's been hurt, right? Well, not that, not that I know of. I mean, 
quite frankly, my men are a little bit of a coward, you know. And they slide the spook and they just run away. Yes, well, Master Southpost, you're in fantastic luck. We have here a paladin of Kelimvor himself, ah. as well as a member of the Mausolea Citadel, Blood Hunters famed far and wide for their tenacity and skill with dealing with undead spirits and all sorts. Well, well, that's nice and all. I'm sure you're Kellen Vro's a nice man. I'm a modern man myself, but... Uh... I roll my eyes when I hear that. I'm just... <laughs> upset. Dwarven religions. Um... <laughs> Yeah. But if you think you if you think there's something you can do about it, we have th- uh, a purse of three thousand gold waiting for a waiting for a home. Very good. Uh, where is the mansion in question, and ah. will you be supplying us with keys for access? Yes, of course. He uh, he reaches he he uh, reaches into a desk, pulls out a, a key ring, and and plops it down on the desk in front of him. Uh, the mansion itself is on the hill to the north. If you look uh, if you look just down the road, you should see the hill itself. Uh, these uh past the hill that the church is on you see the church uh, he, he like he sort of leans forward as if there was a window you could see out um but he, he's seeing it in his mind's eye so he doesn't really past the church past the hill the church is on a little bit further to the north if you go uh, there's a path between the forest and the the the, the mountain further north as a hill goes up into the forests uh, and then just a lovely hill sitting overlooking the city. Very nice location. If any of you are interested in buying it, let me know. Um, <laughs> very nice location, just north of town. About a thirty minutes walk out of the uh, uh, about a thirty minutes walk out once you've passed the church. Very good. Well, we'll take a look and see what we can do for you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, just report back here with your findings. And remember, if there's any house you want. We are the stout post real estate brokers. We build it stout, or we don't build it at all. Karis leaves before, because he's tired of him. Karis <laughs> naps the keys off the desk first. <laughs> You'll f- you, you grab the keys and suddenly find that you also have a business card in your hand. <laughs> awesome. We'll pocket that. Sure, why not? He's a really good businessman. <laughs> you never know. Eventually, you might need Grayskull key. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So you got the information about the mansion job. Is there anybody else you want to go talk to? Well, do we have enough for starting out, or should we investigate some of the others? I don't. I don't plan on scraping barnacles or whatever. Didn't they say those barnacles were attacking people? Yeah, they said yeah, that. Like more than a regular barnacle. I mean, it's clearly not a barnacle. Go out first, and then seems like everything else would be back at the harbor. Yes, all, right. all the other jobs are at the harbor. We'll deal with them when we get back. And and honestly, the some the you know deal with ghosts that's important, and and troll you know that that's for the, the where we're already going anyway. But we, I mean, we are kind of in a race against time here too. Well, we can't Long leave race, the harbor until that Right. Well, if we're looking for doing this in the most efficient manner possible, I'd say pick the one closest to town and work our way outwards. Hmm. I was thinking we go north, bring back our reports on the mansion, and then circle around back south, take care of the trolls and then the pirates, and then come back into town. Yep. Splendid. 
I'm sure that plan won't run into any snags anywhere along the way, but it's a good place to start. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice deal. That's a nice deal of trust you got over there. I, d I just... Raleigh just nods sincerely. No problems at all. <laughs> all right, well... Fiyad, uh, Karis, Lavis, are you prepared to work your divine bits and things? I'm definitely not divine, divine but I'll work. All right. I'm set up to deal with them. Go to your order specialty, Fiyad. I'll let you lead. Let's head north. Then we walk our merry way there. Yep. All right. You head north. Um, heading to the mansion. Kana, uh, Kana just has this wry smile on her face as she's been listening to the to the gold counts, knowing that she's getting twenty percent of all of that. Uh, yep. <laughs> she's getting twenty percent. I wasn't there for that deal, so she's not getting twenty percent of mine. No, she is. She's no, 20, she is. The deal. The deal you guys made with her was twenty percent off the top. I wasn't there for that. <laughs> well, oh, you should have been there. <laughs> well, Theod will take his cut, and then if she tries to take part of it, they'll fight her. Oh, oh this is going to go great. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lovely. Okay. We'll, see. Oh. We'll, we'll see if Theod wants to. With the church we're passing up, is it. Or someone else could just. Even it out, so she's still. That's the thing is, somebody he's probably just gonna take mine anyways. So, <laughs> no, Holly just yeah, doesn't, doesn't cool. feel like she needs it. No, not at all. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, bookkeeping can happen when it happens. Yes. Um. Sorry, someone was asking about the church. Yeah. So the church we're passing up anyway is it? Um. What? Um. Does it, does it show who's, whose worship it is? Or is Val it just... Valkyr. Like... Yeah, okay. We'll okay. just keep going then. It's a, it's a port town. Okay. Port towns are typically going to be Valkyr. Or, or a similar god. Alright, so you guys go to the mansion. Well, we might want to... Oh wait, no, we don't have enough gold for that, so never mind. Um, Fikir actually will say, as we're passing the church, Fikir will say, um, should we look in and see if the... Previous owner was buried on consecrated ground. Might shed some light on whether or not it's his spirit that's rampaging about disturbing people. Sure. We have to make sure it's his spirit first, not just some punk kid that's fucking with people. I have yeah. my sneaking suspicions. All right, well, I bow to your expertise, but with the thought. Yeah, if it turns out that it is actually a spirit, we'll have to figure out what, who or what it was eventually, but... I see. Just make sure that it's not some little dipshit. Get mm. one over on some carpenters. Very well. Let's have a look around, then. All right. Hunting's not my specialty, but if I recall correctly, typically it's more aggressive than taking tools. I mean, as before we get uh, as we get to the front of it, I just want to use divine sense until the ground is desecrated, <laughs> or if you sense any undead. Yeah, what's, well, what's the what's what's the range on that? Sixty feet, in, sixty feet in front of me. All right, uh, sixty feet in front of you. Mm -hmm. Could tell if a land is desecrated or consecrated, celestials, fiends, or undead. And I can tell what type they are, or like what kind of creatures they are. 
but not like who they are. Uh, yeah, that covers the whole mansion. Yeah, you definitely sense undead in the area. Joy. So they weren't kidding. There's undead here. Okay, well, well now that I know that, uh, kill them. No, I'll be I'll be able to actually track them better now that I know that they're actually here. Hmm. And if it's not an actual wild goose chase, then then yeah. Um, Shall we hunt some undead then, Theod? Yep. Splendid. And I'll unlock the front door. Hang on one second. Let me just finish doing a thing. I'm going to put my new shield on and grab my heavy flail and start swinging around a little bit and then just let it hang there while we walk around. Alrighty. I'm going to look to the sides of us and around to see how close the undead or specifically are so we don't like get does surprised it, does, or anything. Does it, does it give you a range or does it just tell you they're there? It just it, it's um until the end of your turn you know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet. Yeah so it tells you for six seconds. Yeah. So I can still it, use it, it again it, because it's, 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 so it's, it's, it's more of a you get a sense like yeah. you get a ping. Yeah. It's not like a, oh, I know where all the ghosts are. They're right there. It's more of a, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, there's things there's things going on here. It's like spike uh, sense. You, you, you do get a location, but if they move from there, then that's moot. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you open the door. In the first section of the foyer, it looks like you came in the back door, but this was like sort of the way facing the, the town. Um, the, uh, the The... Immediately in front of you, it's, it's like sort of a smallish room with a staircase going up and another door going further in. Uh, Kana, Kana walks in like sort of close to the front uh, and just sort of runs her hand along the table to like there's a table like immediately to your left and pulls her hand up and, and sort of thumb and thumb and index. There's a lot of dust in here for a place they're renovating, she says. Draza draws her sword and holds it out to her side. I'm going to look around the room to see if anything sticks out. The yeah. hunt begins. I'm going to look for signs that there might be any type of haunting. Shall we uh, begin tracking? Especially in this room. Mm. 14. You don't see much here. Um, this room seems fairly... like this room, this room seems fairly dusty and undisturbed. Mm-hmm. What were you? What, what were you using to serve? What were you using the advantage on? Uh, the hunters yeah, being allowed. On, we have advantage on tracking undead. a type that we choose, and we're currently hunting undead. Okay. How are you hunting them? I'm looking for signs of a haunting. If there's any type of residue or aura in a specific area. All right. Graza, how are you looking? Uh, I'm I'm honing my senses to uh, try and locate any disturbances, anything being knocked over when there shouldn't be anything there, anyone, anything that seems to be creaking when there's no weight okay. on it, etc. You hear, so uh, you don't see anything, like there's no physical signs of a haunting in this room, uh, but you do hear, uh, Graza hears something clink, ting, 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 in the next room. Hmm. 
I indicate towards the room. Yeah. I Pierre will stand next to the door and sort of push it open without being in the doorway. You hear it specifically like over here. Okay. I'm gonna I'm I'm actually going to check the door because if it's this dusty inside, as they mentioned regarding the renovations, it's possible they haven't even come inside at all. And this was a mage's house. So I I run check the my door, see if it's yeah. trapped, etc. Okay. Um, I run I run my thumb along the blade of my sword and ignite the And we're off. Door seems <laughs> door seems fine to you. It's wonderful. I open it. It's of quality. All right. As you open, so you reach out, you grab the handle, you twist it. And as you twist it, you feel the sharp tink. Of course I do. Make a constitution check. Uh, check or save? That's safe, important. Safe. Constitution safe. Actually, functionally, it's the same for me either way, but nope. So That's a six. Your vision suddenly blurs. And you collapse backwards onto the ground. Running to Neroli. rolling back to head. That's not him. <laughs> as, you, as, you, as you go up to Neroli, you see a needle sticking out of her wrist. Ow. I, Someone take a closer look at that door, please. Yeah. I, I'll have a look. Either that or I'll kick do down the door. Check to determine how I need to well, it, fix this up. Uh, just, just judging from where she got hit on the, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a. Uh, so, uh, Lavis, it's a minor paralytic. Um, it, hmm. It's like sort of a sort of really strong anesthesia, but not deadly. <laughs> oh, that's good. Norali's not going to die. She's just unconscious. <laughs> um, Fakir right. uh, and and Theod. Now that you've you're looking looking at where she got hit, you're able to tell pretty much that it shot out of the lock. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like it was just loaded with one. Like so okay, yeah. It, it's not a it's not it, it's a simple very simple trap. Um, okay. just designed to paralyze anybody who tries to sneak in the back door. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna take the little spike end of uh, my mo- or my flail and activate my right as well. Okay. Well, you have your divine right, so. All right, you've activated your flail. You do realize it's going to be quite amusing if this was not actually taken possession of by a real estate agency lawfully and the original inhabitants are still wandering around and all of a sudden a group of oh no i would not be surprised people kick down their door and come out swinging weapons i'll be honest it's a job we're getting paid for no fair enough let's here's, open the door here's undead here there's something wrong whether or not you didn't say how recently they stopped working on this place. All right. Mm-hmm. You open the door. Yes, but it might be undead who actually own the place. Well, they're dead, so they don't own it anymore. So you open the door. <laughs> undead lives matter. In, inside, inside the room, uh, to your right, you see a little, looks like a bench with some construction tools on it. Um, 
And across from you, there are two large statues that are, they're sort of guard statues. They're just standing here uh, holding a sword, like both of them holding like sword down T position, very basic statues. Do um, I see anything that would have made that noise that I heard? The statue on the left, the, its sword has actually come out of its grasp and is on the ground. Okay, so I'm going to look for, since this is where Graza said that they heard, I'm going to look for residue or try to see if I can sense any auras or if there's any dust that looks like it's been moved. Right. Uh, make, us, moved like, make us travel check. Yeah. And Ghost we can all have uh, detect magic up at this point and is just looking around. There's lots of magic. <laughs> Ooh. Specifically, actually, as, as Theod is looking, like Theod's like scanning the floor, you see the aura of a figure hovering next to him bent over, looking at whatever he's looking at. And I'm just going to go ahead and uh, I'm just going to go ahead and make it visible for you. Okay. So there's... It... It, it, it looks like it looks like it possibly is a humanoid. It's, it's very formless in your eyes. Okay. Um, and it's... But it, it looks like it, it might be a humanoid, just like very weird and it's bent over like mimicking what theod is doing and just like scanning where he's looking okay so i was i was trying to sense auras do i not sense yeah, right you, you, you you sense it yeah you sense you can't pinpoint it but you sense auras in this room you spend you sense two spirits in this room um for care you also see another one that is actually hovering next to you mm -hmm. um and it's sort of just like it's just passively sitting there it doesn't. It doesn't really have a face or features. It's just hovering there. Okay. And I naturally can't see them, even with yeah. Not, not, not yeah. Fakir can see them because of his his magic eyes. Mm -hmm. um, Theod, you can sense they're in the room, but they don't sense. They don't feel hostile. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to examine that statue and. Sorry, two of you were talking at the same time. Theod first. Yeah. Uh, can I try since I, I can sense that they're not hostile can i try or try to see if i can tell what they are just from the the feeling that i'm get from them that i might have read about one of the books make a insight check oh wait i don't have it i'll just go again he does have advantage on intelligence checks to recall information about them. yeah yeah do. uh but this is he's he's specifically trying to figure out if they're you know things about them from the fact that they're not hostile sort of an insight more of an insight than an intelligence um oh and i guess i didn't have him yeah it's not yeah. It, it's not a you're you're not from what you can recall like what you're taught about ghosts is that each one is different so it depends on the circumstances of their death depends on what they were who they were when they were when they lived you know, all these factors vary in, wh in what's wrong with them. So what you're trying to do right now is sort of suss out what their deal is. Yeah, I'm trying to wonder. I'm, I'm like wondering if it's just a run-of-the-mill ghost, if it's yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a, a ghoul or some type of specter or definitely, hopefully not a banshee. Yeah, so it's going to, it's definitely going to be a, it's going to be a, it's going to be a insight check, not a, not intelligence check for this. Okay. Um, so did you not have advantage on insight or what? No, I guess I don't. Yeah. Since it's only intelligence checks, so we'll go with yeah, yeah. We also got the double Jeremy. Yep. Um So we'll go with the first one. You, it, 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 it feels like it was intelligent and maybe still is, 
but you can't really grasp much more beyond that, partially because it, it was intelligent. Um, it's very difficult to read intelligent ghosts when you can't see them. Uh, and these, very, you can't see them. If the character can see them, you can't. Well, they have not. While we're tracking undead, we can't be surprised by creatures of that type. Yeah, they they have not corporealized yet. Yeah, so I'll say I can tell you're in here. I'm going. I'm going to go look at the statue and see if its grip is loosened any more than the other statue, and if it really should have dropped that sword or if it just fell. Yeah, its grip is loosened. It's it's theoretic. Theoretically, it could have dropped the sword itself. Is the other statue's grip tight on its sword? Yes. They're not Gaza. Very cute. At least these ones aren't. If you'd like to show yourselves, we're not here to destroy you as long as you don't try to hurt us. Make a persuasion check. What? What? Yeah, here comes that negative one modifier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Uh, Fakir, you see this. As he says this, the, the ghost next to him just sort of backs away. Okay. Um, at which part Kana comes into the room. Okay, and I should, I should be over here. But I was going to as Kana comes into the room, you see, uh, Fakir, you see her eyes start to glow with magical mm-hmm. energy as she glances around. Oh. Okay. And she walks right up to one of the ghosts. And, like, starts examining... For everybody else, she's examining thin air. For Fakir, you can see that she's examining the ghost. And I can put two and two together that she's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can probably do the same. I mean, yeah. You can can make that assumption safely. Could you... Could you very... Could you very please... Could you please very much show yourself to us? She says, you know, sort of in this very calm and polite voice... Uh, as she like so sort of very soothingly speaks to the ghost, uh, it uh, it materializes, or like, sort of, and it goes from in your eyes, Fakir, it goes from being this formless blob into everybody else. It actually appears, and you see what looks like a young girl, probably about seventeen years old, um, wearing sort of a, a very modest gown. Mm-hmm. Um, just floating there with her hands clasped in front of her, <clears throat> head cocked to the side, shoulder-length hair falling about her head, just sort of staring at Kana. She the other a, one not show itself? The other one didn't. Just the one that she was talking to. Yep. Fikir will turn to the one next to him and simply say, We're here to help. What can you tell us? What can you show us? Uh, make a persuasion check. Okay. Care's good at those. <laughs> uh, it it also materializes. Uh, this one looks more like this one looks like the archetypical vision of a foppish bard. Okay. Yeah, like the the big puffy shoulders, the big hat, the feather kind. Yeah, basically. Um, he has this ghostly lute that he's strumming that makes no noise. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he floats over to the girl who extends a hand and the two of them start to dance. Um, the two of them start to dance silently in the middle of this room and, and so Khan sort of backs away to give them room as they dance around the, middle, the center of this room back and forth. Um, he, the, the, the bard spins her away and she phases through this door up top and okay. he phases through this door to the side. Hmm. Uh, right, I'll be then. honest, well, putting these things to rest is probably going to be easier than destroying them the violent way. That's why yeah. I said we don't, we shouldn't have to. So yeah. Well, uh, they don't seem check violent. This door for traps. Seeing as how. And I'll check this one. And I would check the one behind me. All right. You mean the one? Um, yeah, the one left. That's good, guys. That was a persuasion roll. That oh, was a persuasion roll. <laughs> Are guys, you trying to talk the door open? I am. Could okay. you please open up? Nothing happens. Oof. My door's fine. All, th all three. All three of you believe these doors to be perfectly fine. There's another. So there's there's another door too over here. Come, join me in unconsciousness. There's a door, there's a door here, there's a door here. Okay, so I'm going to put my wrist at the top of the doorknob. Okay. I'm going to do that weird thing where I, I only grab it with my fingers and I don't, like, grab it. The Luigi door. I grab it by the edge and turn it. The Luigi door opener. Kind of. Okay. You turn the doorknob, you hear a click, and the door opens. Good. Now push it forward. McHenry knows everything about that corner door. Yes, uh, yes, I do. It is certainly not locked. Okay, I'll open the one that I'm at right now. Okay. So is mine locked? No, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't locked. Yeah. Okay. Just walk inside, then. Yep. And then seeing that the odd went through, I'll go with him. So the door you opened, the door you opened, uh, Fakir, leads to the foyer, the actual mm -hmm. proper foyer, the front of the house. Uh, Theod, the door you opened leads to a dining hall, um, and you can I see a little bit more. You can see oh. the girl. The, the same girl has sat down and is miming eating, and around her there are three other ghosts, and they are um, they are all sort of sitting down eating. And you, you see, the, the other three are all men. Uh, they look like workers, like they were like they were. Uh, groundskeepers or, or maintenance people or, you know, stable guys, stable boys, whatever. Uh, and they're all eating and laughing and sort of entertaining one another, except for the girl who's just eating quietly. Mm -hmm. Make a insight check, Theod. With advantage. Oh, then I'll just go again. With advantage, yeah, go ahead. It seems like these ghosts are reliving a routine or reliving, reliving a moment. They're reliving some sort of event. They're not actually responding to you. Um, they're, but they can interact. They're not like stuck in a continuous loop since... Kind of? Like it's, it's, it's weird. They like, they interact sometimes. Yeah. They're like... They're mostly stuck in a loop, but they can occasionally reach out and affect the real world. 
in the in that loop and 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 occasionally break from it, but always return to it. Um, you've seen this before. This is typically the result of necromancy. Um, when when necromancers create their spells, when they create their thralls, they don't just summon a soul out of nowhere. They pull souls from the area and use them to fuel their magics. Um, which is partly why necromancy is looked down upon, because it's not just animating the dead, it's ripping a soul from its rest to animate the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and when a necromancer dies, the souls that he was using do not always return to their rest. Well, I would know how to put them back, right? Well, yeah. Uh, in the case of necromancy... Typically, wherever they, you know, typically when you have a large amount of ghosts, that means they had like a, a summoning, like a creation lab mm-hmm. where they were where they were putting together their thralls and putting together their research and magic. Especially if this was a mage's house, there's definitely a magical laboratory somewhere in the house. Yes. Um, you would imagine that whatever's holding them there, whatever's anchoring them there is connected to that lab. Okay. So what am I looking at? Is another door to you're another looking, You're looking at another door. Yeah. There are windows yeah. to, there are windows to your left that up, that overlook the grounds. Uh and this looks like it's just sort of a connecting hallway. I step back out because mm, nothing interesting. Uh, uh Lavis, what are you are you doing anything with Norley? Um, I'm try. I'm taking the little thing, poison thing, out and trying to gently rouse her first before I, we spend any magic on it. Uh, so you can tell from the from the strength of the anesthetic, it, it it'll take her a while to come. The anesthetic will have to wear off before you can naturally wake her up. Okay. Or you can just remove poison. Or yeah. Paladin over here. I'm yeah. going to step into the room to see what happened. Because the door's open there. The loop, they won't be able to help help us very much. If can, I, can I make a prayer to Kelmavor or something to try to help these spirits pass on? That won't help. You can try. I don't think okay. I take out my holy symbol of Kelmavor. I see this and I drop to a knee and just make a prayer. I, I say, Kelmavor, please help these poor souls who have yet to return to where they belong from whatever impure magics may have brought them here so they can finally find the peace that they deserve. Make a religion check. So, in your mind's eye, you see the ghosts in front of you, and they, they, in your mind's eye, they're represented by a purple flame. Mm-hmm. As you feel the divine power of Kelimvor reach out ever so slightly, you feel that purple flash red, and then flash back, and then come back down to purple, and they have not disappeared. They're stuck. 
I praying didn't do anything. Yes, we have to find. Uh, I'm assuming. I found that it never does. Typically, actions work better. Mm, I just glare at Graza. <laughs> One day it's going to work, and Graza's going to have to eat her own words. One day. But it's not she today. Won't, she won't believe it. She'll believe that it was the cleric of the paladin who did it. <laughs> we need to find the mage's lab. Alright. I'm going to... Right. The care hears the words Mage's Lab and perks right up. <laughs> Ghosts typically have an anchor point, right? And that's it. Um, There's I'm far just... too many here. Whoever this mage was, was doing this for longer than... Necromancer living in an old house on the hill. How fitting. What's this bit right here? Is this another door? That is a fireplace. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go back out. Lavis. And... Okay. Yeah, I Am guess... I conscious yet? Because... <laughs> if no one else is it's gonna help, like I'll do a lesser restoration. I was gonna say, I was suggesting the paladin, but yeah, if you want to... Um, yeah, but Karis didn't come back over and offer assistance. You, you could have come back Karis. and get me. So you have you can use less restoration. But Lavis if you, isn't leaving. I fell exactly. down right in front of you. They just, they just walked, walked over. over my body. And then Lavis wakes you up over Narali's body, like oh shit. <laughs> All of you did really. Um, I mean, before that, I'm going to be like, does anyone else want to help with the unconscious person, or am I burning I, a second level spell slot? I saw it in the rally. <laughs> Come back and to look at Narali and see if there's anything I can do to help. I'm going to use... I'm going to spend five points to lay on hands to get rid of whatever's ailing Narali. What does lay on hands actually do? What is, the, what is the definition? What is the wording for lay on hands? Well, I'm just going to read the second part of it because this is what it pertains to. But alternatively, you can expend five hit points from your pool of healing to cure the target of one disease or neutralize one poison affecting it. You can cure multiple diseases and neutralize multiple poisons with a single use of lay of hands and spending okay. hit points. All right. All right. Yeah. So you you uh, reach out and touch Nerali and the anesthetic leaves her bloodstream. Um, you actually you, you actually see it uh, coalesce out her mouth. Uh, like so, you touch it and just sort of this stream of white, sort of almost milk like uh, milk like substance, sort of pools out of her mouth in, a, in like a swirl, and then just splashes down the floor next to her. Nerali, you suddenly Rally. find yourself waking up. Okay. As if ah. you're still drowsy. You're, it's not like you don't just come to. You wake up as if you were asleep. Okay. okay. I, don't, I don't know if you've ever come off anesthesia before, but it's not quick. <laughs> we're going for a mage's uh, lab. How are you yeah. feeling? Uh, am I on the ground? The door was trapped. Oh, mm. I, I offered Neralia a hand. Um, thank you. Uh, yeah, let's go. <coughs> Mages tend to keep their stuff downstairs, so let's. Well, it'll either be at the bottom or at the top, as far as my experience with mages is concerned. 
I also have an there idea. Was there was Kana, mention of Kana, noises in the attic. Kana looks at you. How much experience do you have with mages? There's a lot of very strange people. Yeah. You could ask the sorceress. <laughs> Would the mage's lab be at Or you can tell us. She can't tell us. She hasn't been here before. Well, I mean... But we have four not, people here who have. It's nice if home. you're polite. Uh, um, uh, Kana, our, our group isn't very good at that. I've noticed. Well, the, the, where the mage's laboratory is going to be is going to be wherever he felt the most safe. It could be in a basement, but it probably isn't because the mansion is big and guardian on a hill, which seems to indicate that he would be feeling safe higher up. There was also mentions that there were noises in the attic. Would that fit? Potentially, or just below the attic, depending on where the focal point of his energies were. Uh, on the way up here, there's a particularly tall house. It's fairly large, yeah. Like, vertically, just tall? Yeah. I mean, it, it looks like it's only two stories, but each story... Like, you can looking around the, the architecture, you, the, the room you're in now has a vaulted ceiling, and you know there's a second story. Okay, yeah. Like... It's 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 a big it's a mansion. Alright. Well I'm gonna start going up the stairs then. Alright. Uh hold on. We can How have Kana ask someone with you. Huh? What? Ha have someone Sorry, go with people. you. Kana I wasn't running up the stairs. I Kana, was making a calm walk up the stairs. <laughs> Kana, Kana goes up the stairs with her. Okay. Uh, ghosts, if they might be able to show us exactly where. Who else is going up the stairs? I am. Uh, All right. Fuck it. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. You find it's yourselves. Looks like there's a door here. Right. Yeah, there's uh, two. So, Karis is going. Oh, no, I'm going with them. Uh, so why are you going out the front door? Oh. <laughs> Where is the stairs? Yeah. Where we came in. <laughs> the little red arrow. Alright. So you follow everybody else up to the front, up the stairs. Uh, if you don't mind, Narali kind of says, stepping up to the door. Oh, yeah. She, uh, holds a hand out, and you see a, a, a puff of magical energy come out of her hand and go into the door lock. You hear a click, and she pushes the door open. That works, too. All right. Uh, the door opens up into a hallway. The first thing you notice as you step in is that the floor, while dusty, has footsteps in it. Where do the footprints lead? They lead from the... Uh, the where the footprints lead on the map. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. They lead where the footprints lead oh, on the map. I can, so, I can totally see them now. <laughs> Fakir is naturally, because he's aggressively contrary, uh, going to look at those two doors first. <laughs> aggressively <laughs> contrary. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, they don't look. They don't look locked to you. All right. I'll carefully push each one of them open. Okay. One with each hand. Yes. 
They I'm going to do the same up. look for, uh, since I see the footprints, I'm going to see if I can sense any more auras besides them. Well, I guess they'd have to be pretty close for me to sense them. You sense, but, you sense something in that room? This one? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, in, in, um, you sense something in this room. Okay. Okay. I mean, you're sensing ghosts all around, but you're sensing something different in this room. The bad different or different? You you have to get closer to it to tell. Okay. There's there's something else in that room. Right. Check the door. I'll move aside for. Fakir is tossing this room. Okay. Just through the entire room. Just kind of just go, going through the room, looking to see if there's any books, anything written, anything valuable, anything important. So as you are, so this is a, looks like a private study. Um, there That's are, what there, I was hoping. Yeah, there are books, there are books around there. They're fairly old and dusty. Um, as you look around, you as you are in there, you see um, a ghost, sort of two ghosts materialize around the table next to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they look like they're just sort of reading. Okay. They're older men. They both have like sort of beards. Uh, you, you, you can't. They're 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 fairly transparent and colorless, so you can't tell what the color of their beards are. But okay. um, uh, with my detect magic up, can I tell what they are reading? Uh, they are reading. You can't. They're reading ghost books. Okay. Uh, like the books themselves are ethereal and not really there. Uh, okay. You can't tell what book they had been reading. Uh, Nerali, you're looking at that door? Yes, I am. Uh, it's... There's something not right about it. It's not... It's not a physical trap. But there's just an energy about this door. What he's saying is you're you're not a rogue, and so you can't find magic traps. There's, no, um, there's nothing physically stopping you from opening this door. Okay, but... Okay. But it doesn't feel right. Arcana check? Sure. Meh. Doesn't feel right. Yeah. Uh, 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 Maybe Kana? ask the sorceress. Kana? Yeah. That's huh? right where I was going. Kana? <laughs> She's looking in the door behind Fakir. Uh, uh, over the... Kana? Okay, Kana? Yes? Yes? What's up? Um, there's the, 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 the door. Something's wrong. Yeah, and I'll That's take one it. since I know so I since I can tell something's on the other side. Common? Something's weird about the door they're looking at. Thank you. Okay. Uh she comes up, sort of comes around the corner, looks at the door. And if it cares getting stick. I'm just waiting right here, seeing what happens. Uh, yeah, that's a trap door. I mean, she's she sort of runs her hand not on the door but on the, on the stonework around the door, like the doorway itself. Well, the, let me rephrase: the door is not trapped; the doorway is. Mm. See these little runes? She says, pointing out these little arcane runes that have been etched into the stone itself. I think uh, I noticed. Like chiseled. <laughs> um. Yeah, the uh, well, you rolled a twenty arcana. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, she, she she points to you. You see it. You see, you see these runes. Yeah, these uh, these runes going around the door. Um, that's not that's not a nice spell. 
Uh, let me see. She um, she studies the runes for a minute. I'm just going to see what spells she has. Um, that's the wrong book. This is the book I want. She studies the runes for a moment and then steps back. Uh, could you guys move away for a minute? Just like clear the hallway? I'll step back. I won't step back. I'm going to go check on for care. Fire time. What was that? Care's probably found a book. I dutifully move out of the hallway and back into the room. Thank you. I move 11 feet away from the door. Exactly 11 feet. Yep. All right. She is about to do a thing as soon as I find the thing she's doing. Because I'm not good at finding pages in books. There we go. Here we go. Ta-da. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Um, so she holds out two fingers and a blue beam of energy shoots out from her fingers and hits the doorway. And the doorway immediately starts to frost over and she very slowly moves her hand up and around the door, frosting <laughs> the arcane runes until the doorway itself is frozen, mostly. Okay. Who wants to open the door? I'll do it. She steps back. <laughs> this I, ju I just peek around the corner. This doesn't work. I will come back and I will get retribution. Okay. She says, sounding uncaring. All right, you open yeah. the door? Yep. Make a dexterity check for me. Make a dexterity, dexterity save. saving throw? Yeah, saving throw. <clears throat> good thing I'm good at those. All right, so you, uh, you open the door, and immediately the frosted areas glow red. You, however, however, because they were frosted over, you still have enough wherewithal to step back as the doorway just fills with flame in front of you and then die down. Should be safe to go through now, she says. And okay. then I'll walk through. It's walk fine. Walk behind him. I'm walking through. Say, she couldn't disarm the trap, but she could slow it down. <laughs> okay. Uh, so as soon as you step into the room, uh, sorry, Lavis is calling for care. Yeah, no, I'm I'm asking him if he wants to go check out the presumably mage's lab that we just opened. Oh, did you find it? Well, uh, yes. Um. Vicar's already collected, like, a small pile of books by now, and he's just, like, idly grabs three or four of them and sticks them under his arm and wanders back out in the hall. Okay. Which, uh, which door did you open? Oh, good. Well, one with the right. Look at this. So, as you step into the room, you see... <laughs> How much is my detect magic going off? <laughs> a, a lot, and you don't really need it right now, because 
everybody can see this. Uh, in the middle of the room, there is a magic circle. And in the center of the magic circle, there is what looks like a red glowing soul. Um, except it doesn't quite look like a normal soul. Um, it actually, uh, Nerali. <laughs> yep. It looks almost like you if your hair was on fire. Okay. I look at the soul. I look at Nerali. Are we no, not, like not, not, ex- no, no, not exactly. No, no, not, not exactly. Like, uh, well, uh, not all tieflings look the same. <laughs> roll a knowledge <laughs> nature check. Tiefling. If you want to identify what it is, roll a knowledge nature check. I've never seen anything like it. It's neat. It's something that shouldn't be here. That's all I care about. Can I make a knowledge religion or no? No. Wait, I can. If it does, it technically qualify as a feat. Wow. No. I'm. I want to look. Also, uh, you don't get advantage on this theod because it. While it is a ghost, you're trying to identify what it was in life, and this is a nature check, not a. Yeah. So it wouldn't be. Okay. I'm looking down at the the circle. Uh huh. I get an arcana roll to see if it's trapped. Or just like it's no. a place of power for it. No. None of, none of, uh, so Kana, Kana steps up behind his sheep. She makes a nature roll. Hang on one second. Yeah, we're, we're not trying to find information about the ghost. We're trying to find any information about what, who the yeah. ghost was. Oh! That's a Ganassi. None of you know what a Ganassi is. They're not very common in this world. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah, you can make an arcane roll, an arcana roll. Yeah. Uh, if you, if people wanted to look at the circle. Um, Neroli and care between the two of you, uh, the soul is, this soul in particular, is the anchor holding the ghosts here. And All it right. doesn't look happy. And... From all of our traversing of the various aspects of this mansion, have we seen any evidence of renovation or remodeling? Yeah, yeah. And the first floor, there was carpenter's tools, and it looked like they had started to work. Okay. Um, but they, they didn't get very far. Okay. Doesn't look happy, or, like, doesn't look happy that it's trapped here, or, like, looks crazy enraged. That it's happy to be trapped here? The second part <laughs> might be part of that? Okay. It For looks, sure. it's so, it, it is, it, it's male, fairly masculine, um, lean, tall, about, if, if it had a corporeal body, you'd say it was probably about six feet tall, um, has blazing fire in place of hair, just sort of going straight back, with a horned ridge on its forehead, like sort of sweeping back around it to sort of cup the fire. Um, it has, like, elongated claws for its fingernails um, and is wearing the tattered remains of what looked like at one point it looks almost like it might be similar to what Kana's wearing but very much tattered and and just in in shreds Mm -hmm. Fakir's gonna try and talk to it Okay. that's what I was gonna try to do too okay 
Roz is going to hold her sword in both hands. What are you going to try to say? What has put you in this predicament, my friend? You hear this heavy, very labored breathing. This is the first time any of the ghosts in the building have made noise that you could hear. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be talking, it's just breathing very heavily. Maybe you should remove the circle first. That's, I'm reaching out with my foot. No. And Vicari is trying to slap her foot away. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would be doing the same thing too. I mean, what's our... Until we know what put it in there and why it's in there. That, could, that could be, a, that's probably a binding circle. And it could be a good thing that it's bound there. Exactly. Yes. Right. Whatever it is, it's the I, end I, 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 I know. I just... We need to get rid of it and... If it's not evil, then it's going to be honest. Free, it and if it's evil, angry. we should destroy it. Mm. The thing is, I mean, removing that binding circle might not disperse it, it might just free it to attack us. You don't know As that. Opposed to just letting it stay here and walking away? We need to study it first. There are other solutions we could try before removing a circle. Can I get its intent? I mean, something. Make an insight check. And Fakir wants to sort of, if he can, analyze sort of its raw power. Like, just how tough of a customer is this thing? It's angry. Okay. Um... but, yeah, but, if, Fikir, like, but I've seen at a straight cat that's angry. And well, no, 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 pop. sorry. No, uh, <laughs> okay. Karis was asking about its intent. It's angry. Oh, okay. Um, Fikir, uh, make an arcana check. Shut. <laughs> um, you have seen the fire tribes of the of the of the uh, of the people of you of the druids in the in, mm-hmm. in Dalarati summon and bind elemental spirits. Mm-hmm. This looks like if you took an elemental and a human and crossbred them. Okay. It's definitely something attuned with the, with the plane of fire. Right. And it looks like it might have in its current form the strength of an elemental. Okay. Like I kind of don't. I kind of don't want to know how you have sex with fire. The equivalent strength. The the equivalent strength of a fire elemental. All right. Worst case scenario, we might be able to take this thing if it escapes, but I'd prefer not. The only way is... Let's not be the reason it escapes, if possible. Exactly. Is there any way to just put it back? It's it's an elemental being. Can I do a check on that, given, like, undead things? It's still registering as undead, right? Yes. Yeah. This make, is, this make is a, a, not an elemental, but yeah. make make yeah. a. What are your what are your knowledges that you have? What I you have know? religion, um, and that's it. Make a religion check with disadvantage. Okay. Uh, 
so this is this this is it is undead, but it is the soul of an elemental being. Mm-hmm. Um, and the souls of elementals work differently than the souls of normal people. Um, elementals don't ever really die. When they die, their soul, their essence, returns to the plane from which they were born and is reincarnated there. This person, even though they're half-human, would still ret- is still trying to return to the fire elemental plane. And it's being prevented. And it has been prevented from returning for who knows how long. And because it's been prevented from returning... It's angry. It's angry. The, 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 in, in, to your mind, the best way to free it would be to send it back to where it came from so it can reincarnate. You're not sure how to do that, though, because that's kind of out of your current realm of expertise. Would I? Yeah, um, I'm looking at the care. Can you send things back to other planes? Because I can't. Wait, uh, so it, it's attempting to reach its native dimension, well, is what you're saying? It's a dead elemental. It's not a dead human. Well, I suppose it is a dead human, but it's trying to be a dead elemental. Return to the fire plane, I presume. Um, and and for care, but, from, from from your arcana knowledge, mm-hmm. you know you also know this that when elementals die, okay. Okay. when right. elementals die, they go back to their native plane in our rebirth. Okay. Well, you know. in that case, he'll be looking at the circle and seeing if he can uh, neutralize the parts of the circle that are holding it here, but not the parts of the circle that are keeping it in the location so, that it's at. Mm-hmm. The circle. Make an arcana check. We're looking at the circle. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Not not the best, but. Um, the circle is, it, it's a circle of planar binding. Okay. Um, it is, it is currently, the entire circle itself is currently mm-hmm. holding the spirit here. Okay. However, just releasing the circle doesn't guarantee that the spirit will go back to its native plane. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And I'll transmit that information to everybody else. Yes, the, uh, the circle holds it here, but it might not be the only thing that's keeping it here. Just so, the rest of the house. Man. Or the rest of the lab, I should say. Uh, yes, we could take a look around. So the lab, um, here you go. the lab is uh, full of various alchemical reagents and magical reagents. You can tell, uh, you can tell by the stuff here that the person that was here was a wizard, not a sorcerer, because they have so many things that they need, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. so many base components of spells. Um, uh, notebooks regarding the notebooks regarding the uh, the elemental planes. There are uh, notes regarding fire elementals specifically, um, and there are uh, two healing potions, two standard healing potions that you can find, and a potion of fire resistance. Oh, well, these might come in handy, and he sort of holds them up for other people to see. <laughs> Anybody need some? Give me the potion of fire resistance. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to try and recall, and I'll ask Theod this too. Uh, Theod, does your order have any specific rituals for banishing spirits? And I'm going to try and recall that myself if my order has any as yeah, well. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. I would know of a different way other than just breaking the circle and hoping for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. Fakir takes the three potions, walks past Maurice, 
holds them out to Kana and says, Joyce? Uh, so, Theod and uh, Graza make, make, make intelligence checks, um, whatever knowledge you like to use that, that's related. Uh, the only one I have is, is investigation, so I always do for intelligence. Wow. <laughs> uh. um, so, Graza, your order does not. You guys don't deal with spiritual things. You deal with well, physical things. There are probably ghosts in Sloverton at some point. They're, they're, they're never an issue. They're not an issue that you guys deal with. Um, you are specifically trained to take out physical things, not spiritual things. You don't really have a... There's no rituals that your order has. Um, Theod, your order does have rituals for this. But you were asleep during that class. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not good at memorization of really long things. Do I know a ritual that could do something at least? What was that? Yeah, do Karis or I have any rituals or churches? Uh, make a knowledge roll. Uh, you can make a religion roll. Okay. Uh, Kelimvor does. Uh, Kelimvor has, has rituals for returning ghosts to the dead. Uh, it requires a cleric. Uh, it, it requires at least one cleric, which you happen to have, um, and you, you you recall the steps in the incantations. Um, mm -hmm. You're not. Sh it, it works on mortal spirits. You have no idea what it'll do to an elemental spirit, but you, you know it works on mortal spirits. I relay that to the group and say, if we don't really have any options, we can. I can always try this. Uh, Theod, you do know that killing spirits tends to send them away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know uh, that much. Yeah. That so, ritual you do remember. Yep. <laughs> Smashing works most of the time. I prefer to send this away peacefully. This isn't right at all. This is... This is wrong. Uh, Fakir, you found a bunch of notes. Are you going through them at all? Yes. Mm. All right. Uh, so the notes, the notes that you found, uh, reference. <clears throat> re so you already know a little bit about necromantic magic. This tells you a little bit more. The way necromantic magic works is you use the souls of the dead to power the spells. Um, there is a theory paper in this book that you're reading uh, that the idea of the souls of non-mortal creatures being more powerful because they are able to reincarnate and they don't just go to the afterlife and exist for whatever. Um, potentially having more raw magical power to be used as a catalyst for necromantic spells. Therefore, you know, the, the idea being that a necromancer using an elemental soul could use that to power more than one undead servant or more than one spell requiring undead servants. Um, Judging by the number of souls in this house that are bound at this point, you can only assume he was successful right. because, <laughs> because this is the anchor for all the other ghosts in the house. Results would seem to indicate he was on to something. Yep. Results seem positive. Uh, and you're, you're not sure what he was using them for. But you can tell from the notes and from what's in front of you that he was successful at binding the soul of an elemental, albeit a half-elemental, um, but still, uh, and using it as a power source for his necromantic spells. 
You can yeah. only imagine that getting rid of getting rid of the Ganassi soul would definitely get rid of the other ghosts in the building. It may also cause them all to attack you. Right. So. So. Hmm. So if I'm, you use a rich, you, I. I'd give him one option. So here's here's. Uh, Problem with that, you said that sends a mortal soul back. If this isn't that, then we will be sending a soul to the wrong place, conceivably. Which isn't any better than having it here. Oh, it's an elemental soul. That's yes. there's no question there. So sending it somewhere where a mortal soul goes, it's still gonna be not where it should. Uh, well, also, that's the question. Also, as, ritual... as a note, the ritual that Karis knows is so Kellenvor priests, Kellenvor clerics. Uh, there's a there's a, there's a whole lot of ceremony. Involved in, in the in the religion of Kelimvor, um, because it's a very it's a very sort of big thing, life and death, you know. Um, and the ceremony specifically requires that the cleric perform a ritual dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, these clerics are humans and elves. You've never seen a halfling cleric do it. <laughs> you know the dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's also Karis teach Lavis this dance. We have to decide if we're I mean, doing this first, and I feel I, like we're not coming up with any good options, and I, I don't want to see this thing caged up like this anymore. So I feel I like the best I feel like the best option is unfortunate, but send it send it to its afterlife the natural the, the most natural way possible instead of banishing. In other words, weapons drawn. Yeah. Okay, you, you, you. I can't believe I'm saying this. You do not have to kill this thing. You do not have to attack it. Uh, yeah, because we know that. I'm gonna try and talk to the creature thing, the okay. spirit in there. Right. I mean, we don't have to, but your other options aren't really any good. If, what What do you want to say, Levis? Yeah. Um. If you can hear us and understand us, which I hope you can, we're trying to determine the best way to release you without unnecessary suffering. It seems that you've suffered enough for this. Do you know how you you are meant to return? Make a religion check. Ganassi are reborn in flame and die in flame. Right. Thank you for your help. You all hear that. Okay. Yeah. So I, I start burning the house down. I'm kidding. 
just start Desert. knocking over candles left and right. You you Power say that? Duke. You say that? You, you, you say I that? No, 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 I don't. Con Kana has like a fireball in her hand, just like <laughs> what? Is there a bridge? It might not be quite that literal. No, this is that's no. Keep that in hand though. Uh Theon, what'd you ask? Is there a brazier nearby yeah. in the room? Yeah, or like, so, since he's a wizard. There's a variety of candles and, and candelabras and braziers, yes. Was that all was that your only question? <laughs> well, I just wanted to <laughs> yes. the only one I have right now. Yes, there are. Fakir takes those three potions and steps over to Kana and says, Lady's choice, first pick. Um, I'll take this one, she says, reaching out and grabbing the fire resistance one. Pretty good. Anybody need a health potion? Not right now, I'm good. Fine. I can take them, but I think they should go to people who are fast. I certainly have enough for being slow. Very well. Graza, does Graza have any? Uh, I... I lift up my potion belt, which is notably empty of any red potions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Drop them both to you, then. Two, right. uh, two standard health potions. Put them on my potion belt. So... Well, there doesn't seem to be any better options. We break the circle and see what happens. I mean... Maybe he has notes on releasing... Yeah, was there anything in the notes on how he was planning on ending this? <clears throat> didn't look I like he was. Didn't look like he was planning on ending this. Yeah, yeah. figured probably not. Of course not. Maybe we should just place it like uh, like the brazier and place it in there. Kana says, "Well, uh, you have a ritual, right?" Yeah. Does the does the cleric have to do the dance, or does it? Is the dance incidental? Does it just need divine energy? How does the whole thing work? Um, make a religion check to see if you recall the, act, the, the full details of the, of the ritual. Do I have advantage? Because yes. I remember. Yeah, you have advantage because you remember most of it. So. Excuse me, sorry. Okay. Ooh. So the, the, rich, the, the, the dance is a way to channel divine energy. It's 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 setting up, it's setting up the the, it's it's a way of setting. It, wizards use I'll use magical formula. This is a way of sort of imprinting a formula into the divine magic, in a way that normal spells don't. Uh, specifically for sending on the dead. It's um, a full body somatic component. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and. It doesn't necessarily have to be the caster that performs the dance. Uh, they just have to. They, they become a conduit for the energy. Somebody the shaman classes on uh, DM's guild. I kind of want it. Yeah, they, they they become a conduit of energy of the divine energy. It it's easier if the cleric is the one doing the dance, but it, the cleric doesn't necessarily have to be the one doing the dance. They just have to be there to provide the energy. Um. I say, I, I mean, I can do it myself, but it's easy when you do it with another, when you have another do it, particularly your cleric. Well, do you want to try the dance, little one? She says, looking down at Levis. 
fine, sure, whatever. Okay. I go out to a larger I, space in the hall. In I, the have an, I have an idea. Mm. When doing the dance, try to see if you can put some fire onto the bindings. Mm. She says, handing you a candle, a torch, and lighting it. I do actually have actual candles and incense yep. that I've been carrying around. All right. So we're going to try to do a dance. We're going to try to teach a dance and then try to do a dance. I'm going to go out in the I'm going to go out to a large space somewhere in the mansion and teach Lavis the dance. All right. The that I put in the window. Make a performance check. Wow. Good thing I have high charisma. <laughs> I'm going oh, to charisma is not very good. I mean, yeah, you don't, you don't have advantage, but you rolled a 23 on the first one anyways, so. Yeah, um, exactly. You teach, you you perform the dance beautifully. Um, <laughs> you, you perform the dance beautifully. It's it's a very, it's very ritualistic. It is almost, those of you that have played Final Fantasy X, it's basically the sending dance. Yeah. Um, and, and so you perform it beautifully, even in full plate. Um <laughs> and uh, Aaron, uh, sorry, Lavis, uh, make a performance check for mm -hmm. me. Let's we'll see if you can do it. Okay. Just in, this is a practice. So you you kind of stumble through it. Um, you have the basic gist of it, but uh, it, it's difficult because you have short, stubby legs. And this is a very flowy, water-like dance, and you don't have that. Oh, good, because Fakir wants to help. <laughs> she can do that dance better than Graza can. Interestingly, the energies that Fakir channels can be considered divine. Mm -hmm. Yep. Fakir, Definitely. Fakir is watching the, uh, the, the dance um training taking place um and he's trying to sort of mark the rhythm and offers to accompany musically would you like to help would you Lavis? like do you want to try cat kind of suggests do you want to try to do the dance i could make the attempts try it make a performance check Fakir, after watching it done a couple of times actually manages to do the dance pretty gracefully Maybe I should just be a little cleric divine energy source and one of you dances. <laughs> Very well. I'm not going to dance, so first time to shine. <laughs> I'm going to go light one of the braziers yes, and put my it on friend, yeah. I've been shining since you met me. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to add candles Wait. to it? <laughs> They do have those. I have candles too. But I yep. think maybe right. we should do something larger, a little yeah, larger. I was gonna go light a brazier and put it on the ed or on the inside of the circle. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, let's try and get this done then. All right. All right. All right. So Fakir, you are you are in the room. Okay. So you ready? Kana, Kana hands you a torch. Okay. And I will do the dance and drag the torch around the circle as I do it and kind of light the floor on fire a little bit. <laughs> All right. Make a performance check. 
Do I get advantage since I practiced? No. Okay. Just thought I'd check. This is a this is a stressful situation. All right. I'm only a little rattled. <laughs> you uh you manage to perform the dance, and as you do, you 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 perform the dance. Lavis, make a religion check for me. Okay. Uh, you perform you perform the dance. Lavis uh, channels her divine energy into you as you do the ritualistic dance. You providing the somatic component, her providing the actual energy needed, um, or him, sorry, him providing the yeah, actual energy needed. Um, I don't know why I keep thinking of Lavis as a girl. I don't know. Um, Lavis is kind of short and l- <laughs> fluffy. <laughs> right. Who knows? Anyways, the, the other cleric. The other cleric. Um, so the, the, the ritual goes on. As you, so when, when Theod put the brazier in the middle of the circle, the magic circle didn't react at all. Um, as you do it, however, the fire from the torch and the fire from the braze, the, the torch in the, in the middle of the circle sort of grow larger and converge and mm-hmm. then spiral out along the magical writings. Um, as you finish the dance, the fire pff, rises up, engulfing the Ganassi, and the planar binding burns away. <sighs> the the, the Ganassi isn't doing anything right now. It appears to be freed, but something seems missing. It hasn't dissipated yet. Do any of you have anything you want to do quickly? Should I try to add my divine energy as well to it? Can I cast Sacred Flame without it being an attacky Sacred Flame? Not really. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to pump in more divine energy. Maybe. Right, so there's plenty, there's plenty of divine energy here for the portal. What seems to be missing here is the, the Ganassi is still angry. And you know anger. You know that anger is a very powerful thing to bind a spirit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you, you've done. You've set the groundwork for it to leave. It has to want to leave now. The necromancer that bound you here is already dead. Make a persuasion check. I'm so good. <laughs> <laughs> Minus one charisma. <laughs> Does anybody else want to do anything before I, 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 will, I will I will add on to that. Look look friend. I'm sorry for your situation, but but the person who did this to you is not is now long and gone. He's left this world. Your anger is just make your anger is your your anger and torment is finally over. You don't you can just move on with your life and let let this world go. Just start anew. There's no revenge to be found here. If there were, I'd give you a hand. Uh, Karis, make a persuasion check. We'll, say, we'll say with advantage because Graza was also helping there. Please let my fork modifier help here. <laughs> hey! Oh, thank God. So you, you, you talk to it and you, you, you speak this passionate sort of bit about how there's nothing left for him to revenge himself on. Uh, and then Graza to kind of dry and, and Graza interjects, and you see the, the Ganassi just sort of looking around at you all, just burying its fangs. <sighs> 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 
time to move on, please. It's okay. And it slowly starts to calm down. And as it calms down, it seems to almost shrink like its rage was making it larger than it actually was. And its breathing becomes normal. The growl disappears. And with a final relaxed breath, the form of this Ganassi vanishes. Well, good work, everyone, and I slow clap. <laughs> um, I leave. Walk out. Can we confirm that there's no ghosts in the rest of the house? Just, like, ask no. Ficare to peek out into the hallway. I'll take a look. I'm gonna look around, too. Well, the two in the study are gone, apparently. We did check the rest of the house, though, to be sure. Yeah, make sure there's no other weird stuff here. I head back down the stairs to go where the ones that were visible were at. Okay. Yeah, we'll put. Ficar will open the two other doors in the study. All right. Looks like they're gone. I shot back towards the stairs if anyone can hear me. Yep. Uh, as you guys look around the mansion, you find no more evidence of ghosts. Do we find anything valuable? Not really. All the valuable stuff was in that workshop. Everything else is okay. books. <laughs> books on books on magic, magic theory, magic uh, formula, um, okay. the occasional necromantic document, um, nerd stuff, information anything that I anything I think what my patron would be interested in. Uh, the most interesting thing that you found would be the 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 sort of the notes the notes on harnessing an elemental soul. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll hang on to those just in case. All right. Yeah, but the rest of the house seems clear. All right. Okay. Well, they can go about renovating now, and we can get paid. Exactly. Let's just make sure to tell them no necromancers. At least for the I first one. I believe that's. Common practice. This is an equal housing area. Ne necromancy <laughs> is not one of the most common practices of magic. It That's exists. Like, I, I believe. I believe no necromancy is a pretty common housing practice. The, 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 the magisterium has a section of it devoted to necromancy. It's a small section, but it's there. So. Was I correct when I was looking at the map, walking up, seeing that there's a graveyard behind this place or a cemetery or something like that? No, the cemetery the is map? The, the cemetery is by the church. Okay, never mind. Then yeah, oh. I'm just outside waiting for everyone. Let's go get paid and then solve that troll problem. That's something I can relate to more. Yes, I'd rather fight pirates. All right, so you all head back into town. Back to the stout post. What? Uh, what proof? Oh wait, no, we didn't need proof for that. We needed proof for the trolls. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, you head back into town. You head straight back to stout post, or are you gonna go do other things first? Straight back to stout post. All yeah. right. Hang on one second. Um, 
So, uh, you go back to stop post, and uh, the... Um, you, you you go back in there. You present your findings. What do you what do you mm -hmm. present? What do you tell him when you get back in? Fakir will step up and say, uh, "We investigated the mansion of which you spoke. Uh, it appears that our good friend uh, Gringle was a necromancer of sorts. Had bound some spirits to the location. We neutralized them, sent them to their final destination. So you should have." No more trouble with disturbances or strange auras drifting about the place. Ah, that's good, that's good, that's good. I'll have my boys go up and investigate it just to make sure. Not that I don't trust you or anything, but we'd like to verify. Uh, <sighs> did you bring anything to, to, like, any documents or anything like that that perhaps will explain the whole situation a little better? There was a bit, and I pull out the one, I pull out the most benign level of the notes. <laughs> and right. I show them to it. It takes it. Pulls out a little, a little eyeglass thing and goes over it. Uh, Oi, boys, go up and check the mansion out. It should be, should be clear. Go do it, and I can pay these folks, and they'll be on their way. A couple of carpenters grumble out the front door and, and head out. Um, he looks over the documents. Uh, it's gonna take about, it's gonna take about an hour for them to go there, investigate, and get back. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anything you guys want? Do you just want to hang out in his office for that hour? And just walk the town. I'm gonna wait outside because I can't stand I can't stand this greedy person. <laughs> Businessman. Theod? What were you yeah, saying? Yeah, asking him when the last time he renovated or when when they stopped renovating due to the spirits. Oh well, they uh, <laughs> the blighters. Uh, we we got the we the the old man died a couple of months ago. We got the property about a month ago. We started renovations then. Uh, about three weeks ago was when the ghostly happenings began, and they haven't really set much foot back in there since. So about three weeks. Mm -hmm. All right, that makes sense. Uh, so. An hour goes by. Kana's in there, you know, doing her nails. Just with it. <laughs> she has a little pocket dagger and she's just cleaning her nails with it. Um, an hour goes by. The guys come back. Report success. All right. Very well. Uh, looks like the job's well done. Congratulations on that. Here you go. He, he pulls up a hefty sack of gold and hands it to the person who's nearest to him. Uh, which is going to be Fakir because Fakir was handing him documents and everything. Fakir, you have a sack of 3,000 gold. Very good. And I'll portion out 400 to everybody. And uh, six to... Kana says, yeah. I think you'll find 600 of it to me. Yep, four to everybody and six to her. Right. Excuse me, why the fuck does she get more? Because she's been hired. I just passed mine over to Theoden. Hand. Oh no, this is yours. No, it's I don't so want it. It actually yours. it actually ends up being three hundred and forty two gold after her after her cut to everybody. Does it? Yeah. How? Her cut is six hundred, so three thousand minus six hundred. Twenty four hundred. Twenty four hundred divided oh. by seven. I was forgetting Aaron. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, three forty two. Yep. Excellent. All right. 
And and as you ask that question, Theod kind of goes, well, I mean, without me, you would have been burnt to a crisp, so... She puts the bag, she puts the money in her bag and smiles. <laughs> We're done just fine. All right. Just would have taken a little bit longer. All right. Uh, so, yeah, you have completed the first contract. Splendid. Nice. All right, well, 200 gold more to go and we should be fine, but it never hurts to have a little extra in your pocket. Certainly. All right. So where to next? Fakir's going to go looking for a horse. All right. Because he doesn't want to walk that far. Are we going to the trolls? Yeah. Okay. All right. Going to the trolls and circling over to the pirates. Trolls. I'm going to cast Find Mount. (laughs) (laughs) So it'll take me 10 minutes. Wait, are we going out now or just... Yeah, what time of day is it? (laughs) Uh, took you half an hour to get up there, half an hour to get back. You arrived in the morning. It's around noon now. <clears throat> We've still got plenty of daylight to travel then. Uh, judging on the dis- judging by the distance that you saw on the map provided to you, the Pirates Cove is about half a day's ride south. Um, okay. And the farmland is a little bit further south and west. Um, okay. It's so uh, that the 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 farmland that was reporting the attack is about almost a day's ride southwest of southwest of town. Can we rent horses, or do we have to buy them? There are stables in town you can find. I can get my own. So, what does Find Mount do? I mean, I find my find, find steed. It allows me to summon us. It allows me to summon a animal that I'm capable of riding my size that I can speak telepathically to. Um, right, like just have it around. It has no duration, so as long as it's around like 30 feet of me, I mean not 30 feet, like 100. With no, you can communi- communicate with it telepathically as long as it's within a mile of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it's the old paladin paladin's magical warhorse. Argent yeah. charge. Yeah, Ar- Argent warhorse. <laughs> yep. So <laughs> after a while, uh, Kara suddenly finds himself with a pure white horse uh, stallion um, mm-hmm. that has no bridle, but doesn't apparently doesn't apparently need one. No, and it's a celestial too. So mm-hmm. yes, it seems to glow so with a bit of divine energy. It's a Jesus horse. <laughs> it is. <laughs> You'd almost call it a unicorn, but there's no horn. <laughs> I can make it a unicorn with the, the <laughs> No, you can't. I don't think you can. Do that. not. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> you are not in dritz. Unicorns, <laughs> u- unicorns only exist naturally in one place in this world. Mm. To be fair, his summon steed is not natural. Yes. But there are no unicorns nearby. (laughs) (laughs) And no unicorns are going to cross the ocean to get to him. Um, Yeah, Fakir will be looking for for stables with a horse to rent. (laughs) Yep, the stables are easy enough to find. Um, You can rent a horse. How much much does it cost to rent a horse? There are tables for this. 50 gold for a draft horse, 75 for a... That's that's to buy it, though. Yeah, that's to buy it. Yeah, no, so to rent is half cost, so long as it comes back. 
Okay. If it doesn't come back, it's full price. Uh, in that case, he's going to try and negotiate. All right. For what? Uh, better price. <laughs> uh, probably a riding horse. All right. So 75 uh, to buy, or you're going to buy or rent? Uh, well, actually, from what I know of the Zephyr's Wing, could they take a horse on board? Yeah. You'd have to provide feed and, keep, and clean after it, though. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he'll totally buy one then. Mm-hmm. Yep. This will be the third horse you've bought in the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> you keep leaving them places. Yes, I do. Because <laughs> I am an absent-minded asshole. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are worse than GTA protagonists. I mean, I know. <laughs> Mine will live. Raza prefers to I'll travel on foot anyway. Yeah, that's... Alright, so on foot, on, on foot, it'll take a day and a half. Like, to, to quote Tales of the Past, I prefer running. <laughs> on foot, it'll take a day and a half. Yeah. Well, then for Kara, and Karis will get, we'll just blitz over there and we'll see right. you later. Uh, <laughs> so, are you trying to negotiate for a better price? Yes. Persuasion. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, how much does the riding horse normally cost? 75. All right. Uh, yeah, you can bargain him down to 50. 50? 50, I'll take. 50 gold for a horse. Um, do there seem to be any horses that are reasonably sized for a half leg? There are ponies, yes. Okay. Would you like to buy a pony? Yes. Or, uh, rent an inexpensive pony. Rent an expensive uh, Rent an inexpensive, an inexpensive pony. pony. 25 gold. Okay. Because I intend to return the horse. Mm. You've rented. Mm. You've rented. A, you've rented an inexpensive pony. Actually, I don't think Fakir's bought any horses up till this point. Uh, at Keister, you all bought horses and wagons. I did not pay for any of that. <laughs> <laughs> everyone else did. Yeah, no, I was off nope, looking at the magic not shop. Everyone. Right. No, I was off looking at the magic shop, and they just had wagons when I got back, so I just climbed. That's on. right. That's right. <laughs> okay. In all honesty, I mean, for, if it, for, it, for expediency's sake, Graza will probably just ride with the care. How much does Graza weigh? Not. She, she doesn't wear any armor. She actually you don't ask a lady that question. <laughs> That's why I'm asking William. Like her, her her body weight is 175. Okay. Carrying 100 pounds of gear. That's it. 275 is is yeah, like way below that. Yeah, that'd be plenty. Yeah, we could we could double up on Oh god, I'm gonna have to come up with a name for this one. What's my <laughs> horse look what's my other horse look like? Uh your horse? Uh it is a chestnut. Uh, it is a it is a chestnut stallion. Um very st- strong back. You know, strong back, good legs, good healthy, uh fairly tall. Not as big, okay. as, not as big as some, not as big as some uh, more expensive breeds of horse, but mm-hmm. sizable and you know, okay. n- nice mane, nice yeah. coat, good teeth. Gonna, gonna have to think of a name. Okay. All right. My horse, my horse's name is Horse, because I don't care that much. <laughs> Every horse I ever That's had, I need a brooch. That's okay. Nurali is named Karis's horse. 
No, don't name my horse. <laughs> when you get your own horse and name it. Is anybody else getting a horse or is it just for care? No, I'm getting a horse. I'm going to draft, draft horse. So, actually, if we're doubling up, Lavis is going to get one that's reasonably sized for the person that saying, he's like, doubling with. Lav if, if Lavis has a bigger horse, Lavis can't actually drive the bigger horse. Yeah, that's that was the question, is if Lavis is doubling with someone bigger horse that the other person can drive. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you get a bigger horse, Nerali can ride with you. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, are you buying or renting? I I said I was renting an inexpensive right. horse. So for, you said for, 25. Well, that's a pony. That was for a pony. <laughs> for, a, for a larger okay. horse, it'd be 50. Uh, you, you'll get the same price that Fakir got, because you, you all went at the same time, so 50. Okay. Um, See, that, that was the buying price. Oh, that's right. Huh? So, yeah, so you know, 25 to rent. Yep, half to rent. So, yeah, yep. that's fine. Uh, Theod. Yeah, I think I'll actually just buy a draft horse. A draft horse? All right. Yeah. Uh, draft horse normally costs 50. Um, so, uh, bargain for riding horses, not draft horses. We'll say 25. Yeah, all right, 25 for the, 25 for the, uh, for the draft horse. To buy it? Yeah, because Fakir had a really good persuasion role. Oh, all right. Because yes. cause I, cause I, I sold them on the group rate thing. Yeah. <laughs> We're buying multiple. We're buying multiple, so. Uh, 25 for a draft horse. Um, this one is not meant to be ridden, but it, it'll do You're a bench. You're <laughs> uh this one is this one is a it's 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 what's the name of those really big bulky breeds the winchesters clydesdale, clydesdale. clydesdale? Yeah. yeah it's a clydesdale awesome you gotta be your horse yep karis's horse by the way is named sunfire just so you no. know no i'll have to buy us it is absolutely so that is at least what Nerali is referring to it until the end of time uh is. saddles and bridles are normal price which they're next, cheap. They're cheaper than horses, anyways. Next seat. Yeah. Next mount. I summon. I'm naming the horse just to prevent this ever again. I'll still call it Sunfire. It's no. You just you're riding Sunfire. Even if Sunfire looks different from time to time. It's still <laughs> Sunfire. <laughs> all right. I believe you all have horses now. Yes. And you set off to the south. So where are you going first? Pirates or trolls? Pirates. Mm -hmm. Pirate the closer. Pirates sound good. I'm, yeah. I'm right. pretty certain that if if Graz is riding behind Fikir, she's basically towering over him in the saddle. <laughs> Probably. Elves are not small. Well, we're not short, but yeah. yeah. I mean, they're 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 thin, but not short. So, not necessarily towering over, but definitely more broad. Graz is a six foot four half orc. How tall is Fikir? Uh, Fakir's 5'11", actually, so... Okay, yeah, so you're, you're taller than Fakir. Alright, uh, yeah, so you ride south along the coast. It's gonna take about a half a day. By the time you get to this overhang cove, it's nighttime. Uh, the sun has set, but ahead of you, uh, the, the darkness is illuminated by this massive bonfire on the beach. Uh, you see from a distance, uh, there are people around this bonfire. Uh, how close are you guys wanting to get to inspect, or are you just charging straight in? Ah, uh, stealthing in. Yes, okay. definite stealthing uh, in. What can I hear from our distance? Revelry. I can go in and, and recon. I'm Anything specific. Really 
at this point. You hear revelry. Well, someone did tell us to follow the alcohol. There's a ton of drunk pirates reveling. (laughs) You're not going to pick out anything specific. Let's just charge in there. I imagine mean, this so, is probably the, the best sound. Thing. The sound you're the sound you're hearing is the equivalent. Imagine what the cafeteria sounded like in high school. Yeah, I could you pick out they... anything specific in that noise? I could actually at times. At fight, times, fight, fight, not from fight. a distance. You should at least get close enough to do some to get a sense of number. Goddamn werewolf. <laughs> doesn't matter. It's just noise. The problem is, the problem is amount of people talking. There's too many people talking and making noise for you to discern any details. And that's Fakir's first concern. How many of them are there? Yes. Right. So, stealthing forward. Yes. No, I'm staying back. Leaving the horses presumably with Aaron. Fakir falls Jesus in the water. Christ. All right. I'm just watching this in the back. Like, mm. Yeah, how close are we supposed? To, or how close are we getting? Are we at the edge of clearing or something, or what? So the 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 area that you're coming towards is basically a cliff overhang. Um, it's a it's a section where the cliff extends out over a little cove that's been hollowed out of the beach, mm-hmm. uh, providing shade and cover. And you see anchored anchored just a little ways off the beach is this massive uh, is this massive three post galleon ship. I thought you were um, the trolls first. You nope. guys said yeah. you were going for the pirates when I asked. <laughs> you said pirates, so we're going pirates. Yeah. Pirate, pirates were closer. I could have sworn the trolls were closer. No, the nope. trolls, the trolls no, are the a day away. Are further. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's this three-post galleon anchored off the coast. It's got black sails um, and, you know, skulls dangling off the masts and off the sails. Um... You see, as as you get closer, you see this mass of pirates well, uh, in, the, in the overhang. Um, and as you get closer, Fakir uh, trips and just face first into the flo- into the ground. I immediately reach down and try and pick him back up on his well, feet. Well, as he does, you see what he tripped over <laughs> is an unconscious is is a a pirate who was unconsciously drunk, but who is now groggily getting up. Can I put my sword in his neck? Make an attack. (laughs) You hit, roll damage. Okay. Assuming he's groggily, groggy and and conscious. Yep, he's also still prone, so... Let me... Pull up the page that his information is on and see what you did to him. Uh, I have this page written down, actually. There it is. All right. Uh, yeah, so you, uh, you, you, you just, like, immediately sink the blade in his throat. As he's trying to get up and just look around, did we get noticed? Uh, you were about to, but Graza solved that issue. Okay. <laughs> oh, so is he like dead, dead, dead? Yeah, yeah. Graza just okay. Graza planted that blade. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not next time. My apologies. 
you see that this pirate does have the he has a, a red vest um, and on his shoulder is a black skull and crossbones tattoo. Oh, it's on his shoulder. Yeah, it's on him. For him, it's oh, on his okay. shoulder. I, okay. I take a I take a breath and calm down. <sighs> All right. All right. Your falls. Let's go. Keep going. Yeah, out slowly. Fakaro, hold back and let the more stealthy people go first. I wipe I wipe the blade on the grass and resheath it. All right. Stealth checks again. Yeah, I'm hanging in the back. That's a little better. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang back with Fakir. All right. Uh, Nerali, uh, Nerali, you have <coughs> you have you have the shadow cap, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure. Um, so yeah, you stealth up. Uh, you get to an overhang and you see that basically there's a bunch of there's basically the whole pirate crew is on the beach partying, mm-hmm. just drinking and reveling and oh yeah, there's a cage with some people in it. Um, and uh, there's <laughs> make a perception check for me. So there are about 15 pirates okay. in the cove. There's also bamboo cages that have about six women of various ages in them. Various, in various states of undress. Um, they don't look happy to be there. Uh, they look like their ages range from 14 to 23. Young. Does Dion see this? Nerali's the only one that sees it. All the pirate the pirates are a mixed crew as well. Some of them are human, some of them are half orcs. Uh, they they're they're you know they're they're mixed pretty evenly in that of that racial uh, mix. Alright. So keep from jumping down there and starting the killing. And back up. Go get the people who specialize in the killing. Huh? Wait, go get the people who specialize in the killing. Have you told anybody that you what you saw yet? I, Not I yet. just I was just backing up. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, back up as far as 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 Graza and the care. Okay. Fifteen plus several hostages, captives. How close is Fakir right now? Hmm? How close is Fakir to the camp right now? Uh, you're about 100 feet away. He'll skip forward 15 feet and cast sleep. <laughs> okay. So that will be... Casting sleep at maximum range. Damn it. <clears throat> All right. So 33 hit points of people fall asleep. All right. Which, one, since they're reveling, they shouldn't notice. <laughs> one person passes out. Okay. Well, someone had too much to drink. Yeah, I rolled pretty shitty for that. Actually, hang on. Wait, no. You only rolled uh, one. Are you, are, what's the radius on that? Um, <laughs> creatures within 20 feet of a point you choose within range. Where so basically, are you, Where are you planting it? Just as in the biggest, uh, so, in the biggest clump so, of people. So the the biggest clump of people is actually over by the cages. Okay. Are you playing over there? Uh, as well, biggest clump of pirates. Not okay. trying to make the prisoners fall asleep. Okay. All right. Yeah, one pirate falls asleep. Okay. 
There's laughter. They assume you had too much to drink. Yeah. Because he Hi. had. <laughs> Very good. I'm fairly quick, so I'm going to run back to the rest of the group, let them know. All right. What are you exact same thing? I, exact same thing I said. Right 15 now. people. Several. Uh, the fastest way down would be to jump captives. down. The, would be yeah, to jump the, down the overhead. And yeah. Uh, Once yeah. I see that, I'm moving forward. You can we go, can't just go so in. You can go. It... You can go down the cliff that Nerali was looking out over. Uh, there's also a dip in the. There's also a dip in the in the terrain that. You can come down and around from the left, so you're coming up along the beach to them. Those are the two ways you can get in. You can't just go to them, because they might take the prisoners out and, like, use them against us. The prisoners are locked in a cage. They would have to actually unlock it and then get the prisoners out, by which time we would be already on top of them and stopping them from doing so. How many of them are there? Fifteen or so. As much as I would love to spill the guts of every one of those pirate scum, I believe we need a plan. I have a plan. I'm going to smash their fucking heads in. So we're on top of the cliff looking down onto the camp? You're a little further way back from the cliff. Narali was on top of the cliff looking down into the camp. Okay. I've moved back up there. I'm, I'm not jumping down yet. But Nerali, it's about 20 feet from your down. vantage point. Could we have dropped rocks on their heads? Oh, it's only a 20 foot cliff. Yeah. That's well, 20 feet down. Uh, there's no rocks. There's no debris or anything to drop down on them. Damn it. I mean, you could you could try to collapse the cliff on top of them if you want, because it's an overhang. Yeah, but there's okay. people in a cage and we probably shouldn't do it that. I mean, so. really, really want a distraction. How about oh, I just oh, run oh, the werewolf dropping into the midst of them might be entertaining. Yeah, that and a, and a weird drow riding up the most beautiful horse in the world. That's a nice prize. Sunfire is very attractive. excuse me. Real quick question. How many of them are clustered together? I look at right, And I look at the DM. <laughs> uh, so they were they're 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 dan- they're they're dancing and partying. There's about right. three solid groups of like you could you could probably divide it basically divide it into into three solid groups of like four or five. Like okay, yeah. There's like there's there's like six there's like six of them over by the cages, and then about four. Over by, you know, over on one side of the fire and five closer to the cliff face that you were looking down. So, bah. Because I'm thinking fireball. Uh, she's like, I have, I have a very great capacity for setting people on fire. Splendid. Let's do that then. She, um, she cracks her knuckles and as she does, you see along her arms, because her arms are her arms are bare. Mm-hmm. Along her like 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 pale arms, uh, you see brass scales begin to just sort of pop up into view <laughs> as she cracks her neck, 
and just sort of mm, stretches a little bit as her arms like sort of just very naturally grow go from bare skin to just like scaly bracers on her forearms. Mm-hmm. Nice. And they're brass colored. Okay. <laughs> well, how many of you are going over the edge, and how many of you are going to be running down alongside? Don't take me at the edge. Down the side, so I'm jumping. I'll be jumping over. Take care and appreciate fire support. I will I'll jump over too. I would recommend not jumping until after fire happens. Yeah, no, I'm waiting. As soon yeah, as we're all waiting, whatever you do happens, right. I'm jumping on. Uh, perhaps, perhaps, perhaps a bit of a signal, just so we can be all ready at once. Oh, the I signal see. is boom. The signal yeah. is fire. Whatever she's saying, right? fire will be the signal. I was going to suggest something. Okay. I mean, what more signal do you need, really? Right. Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> has it been more than eight hours since we've? Oh wait, yeah, no, it has, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the right anymore. Yeah. You always have a right. You can just activate it as a bonus action. It has, there's no, there's no limit per day. Yeah, I know, but it, every time you activate it, it costs health. No, it just reduces your maximum. Yeah, it just reduces your maximum. It doesn't, like, injure you. I mean, it does injure you, but, you know. It, it, it yeah. injures once, you once you're, you're above the limit. Yeah. It only injures you if you're above the limit, which you're not, because you haven't healed. <clears throat> uh, da, 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 da. Yeah. It reduces, okay. it reduces your maximum hit points by your character level. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Kana goes up to the, uh, draws her sword, which you can now all see is this, this lovely, curved, and very elegant, thin blade. Uh, it's a katana. Uh, she draws it, holds it loose in her right hand, and just very, very brazenly steps up onto the top of the cliff uh, and whistles very loudly, uh, drawing attention to her. Hello, boys, she says, holding up a single finger on her left hand. And you see a small pea-sized dot of fire appear above her index finger. While she, she's doing that, I stand next to her and transform. She very, you know, very, very Frieza-like, just points, and the 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 pea-sized dot flies down to the group of uh, five guys that are at the base of the cliff, and just <laughs> explodes in this massive fireball at the face of the cliff. After Feeling, the explosion, I leap into the middle of them. I'm going to roll. Uh, you you might not need to. I'm going to roll this so you guys can see it. <laughs> Dealing thirty-one points of damage, and incinerating the bunch that's at the bottom of the fa at the cliff face. And then I lean towards the other group, the, the group that's near the cage. All right. So there, there are six. There are six by the cage, and um, and because they were drunk and surprised, they didn't get text rolls. Um, and uh, there are four on the other side of the bonfire. Yeah, I leap. I leap for the six that are by the cage. Whichever ones are, yeah, whichever ones are nearest the cage. Roll initiative, everybody. Initiative. Uh, 
right, I didn't have a token because I don't see where. Yeah. Seventeen. Huh. Zipzig. Good thing Connor went first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no, everybody else did not do their things. So let me do this. I don't know. I have minus, minus 14. Minus 17. Add. 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 All right. Uh, Theods. What? Theods. What's yours? 14. 14. Nerali, what's yours? 7. 7. Graza, what's yours? 17. 17. Lavis, what's yours? 11. All right. So we have Graza, Theod, Lavis, Fakir, and Karas. Which one of you has the higher decks? Uh, Zero. My, my dex mod is two. Right, so but Fikera, I have a five initiative. Fakir, Karis, Nerali, and Kana. Uh, and let me roll for the pirates. The piratical pirates. The piratical pirates. Are they professional pirates? <laughs> I'd assume it's the only thing they get paid for. Which one of them is named Dead Tom? I'm assuming he's the one that Graza killed. All right. Dead Tom, yes, the one that I stabbed in the neck. Uh, so, <laughs> Dead Tom. Um, Graza, your, your turn first. Uh, I land in the middle of the ones by the cage and, be, and activate my right blade and start swinging. You can't land. the The cliff doesn't let you get. The cliff doesn't let you get. Like just land in the middle of them. You're going to have to land and then run to them. Okay. Uh, so you have you you used your move action. You can get up to them. Uh, and then you activate your thing. I start murdering and people. You take. Uh, you take twelve points of damage as you hit the ground. Uh, Six. All right, make your attack. Uh, right blade. Yes. If their AC is higher than 19, I'm going to be concerned. Yep, you hit him. <laughs> well, there should be like putties. Um, yep, dealing that, yep, you hit them. And then I get a second attack. I'm assuming I hit. One second, hang on, I'm just adjusting. Okay. I'm adjusting yeah. numbers. Okay. Uh, yeah, you hit. 
I can reroll that two on that slashing damage. Yes. So slash roll one d ten plus seven. Much better. Yeah. So Twenty. Alrighty. Uh, you blast this one uh, one pirate across the chest, and he uh, stumbles back but regains his bearings. He's still standing. Thirty-one damage. Killed a whole group, but nineteen plus twenty. Thirty-nine didn't kill you're, one. You're attacking a different group. Okay, it's almost enough. it's almost like enemies have varying levels of skill. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have to murder them all faster then. It's almost like some have low hit points and some have high hit points. Anyways, um, murder better. Like crash mobs just to get fireball. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, depends on how you guys had made the decision. Um. Anyways, also depending on how well she rolled, because <laughs> she just barely hit higher than their health. <laughs> um, that was it. So, Theod, you're next. Uh, is there anything that I can jump onto to break my fall? Nope. It is sand. Just sand. Some of it's glass now. <laughs> All right, then, yeah, I'll just jump down and run towards the group next to the cage. All right, you take seven points of damage. Okay. And you run towards the group that Graz is next to. All right, you're over there. All right, yeah, and I'm going to swing with my flail three times. All right, make the attack. At the same one that Graz hit or at different ones? Uh, same one and then different ones. Alright, make your attacks. That hits. Alright. That misses. That hits. I like how your heavy flail is a heavy one-handed blade. Yeah, no, I haven't changed that in the description yet. Uh, so, so you run forward, whipping the flail back and forth, smashing, smashing. You you hit the you hit the uh, this is an orc pirate. You hit him in the face, and he sort of drops down, and then he comes back up as you swing back up towards it, like you bring it back around, trying to hit his face again, missing the second time. Then you bring it down and get him like right on the shoulder, and just, rah, rah, rah. still standing though. All right. Uh, it is so now. Um, from the back of this group of six, uh, a figure that had been hidden previously because this group of people were standing around him uh, stands up. Hey, what do you think you're doing? There is this massive tiefling that stands up in the back of this group. He has. Uh, Long black hair that just like lays down back down down his back. He's wearing a a a red uh, a red captain's coat that's outlined that's like sort of lined in gold. Has this very ornate tricorn hat sitting between his horns. Um, and on one hip is a cutlass, and on the other hip is a pistol. 
Um, and it looks like sort of a flintlock pistol. And he draws both weapons and like, sort of moves forward to meet the werewolf in combat. And let me add him to the list. How many times can the Gloves of the Duelist be used per rest? Uh, once, per t once per time you're attacked. Okay. Is it a reaction or is it just... It's a reaction. Okay. It's just basically you, you use your reaction to do that once. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right. And he swings at you with his cutlass. What's your AC? Uh, 16 in werewolf form. He misses. Uh, you, you definitely dodge out of the way as he then uh, he swings at you with the cutlass and then puts the pistol in the crook of his arm and fires. Uh, I'm assuming the gloves of the duels is only for melee attacks. Yeah. Uh, he misses with the pistol, too. It's not very accurate. <laughs> so he, he swings, you, you dodge out of the way, and poof, he fires, and it rockets off towards the towards the, the water. Lavis, it is now your turn. Okay. New, bigger guy showed up. Um, I haven't tried this one yet, so I'm going to try and shoot him with the level one guiding bolt. Okay. What's the distance on that? Uh, 120? Yeah, you're, you're good. Okay. So that's a ranged yeah. spell attack, I believe? It is a ranged spell attack, meaning I actually have to make an attack roll. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm a halfling. Oh yeah, you're all three for ones. <laughs> yep. Lucky halfling gets a natural <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh natural one followed by a natural twenty. So how much guiding bolt does what? Forty six or forty eight? Um, forty six. Right. Um, I have to so fix roll... it. It's currently adding my strength. So roll eight d six. Okay. And I believe I add your wisdom modifier. Yes. Yeah. So eight d six plus double your wisdom modifier. So your wisdom modifier is what? Um, my wisdom modifier is four. So I think eight, eight d six plus yeah. eight. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> nice. Could have gone better, but it's pretty good. How does your guiding bolt look? It it's just like a a little arrow thing. That... So just a blast of divine energy. That you... Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you're standing up next to Kana. And you're like, mm -hmm. you saw what she just did, so now it's your turn to shine. Uh, you go, and this this beam of golden light just shoots forward out of your out of out of out of you, and arcs across, shoots just arcs over Graza's shoulder and slams into the tiefling right in the chest. And he, he you know he looks over to see what what just hit mm -hmm. him. Um, I want to. Ow, that that really hurt. <laughs> I want to note he on a hit the target takes that much damage and the ne next attack made against the target before the end of your next turn has advantage thanks yep. to the mystical dim of light glittering on the target until that yep so the next attack against the pirate captain has advantage uh, it is now Fakir's turn 
All right. Uh, how far away is the captain from the edge of the cliff, then? Uh, he's about 60 feet from you. 60 feet. Damn it. Okay, never mind then. Um... I will then cast hex on one of the on the pirate that they've been beating on. Okay. Down there, for my minor action or my bonus action, and then I uh, hit him with a single charge of magic missiles. He's about fifty feet away. So. Okay, that'll be that's easy enough to hit then. All right. Roll the damage. Alright, so this arc, these magic missiles just sort of arc out, pummeling the orc that's been getting hit. It's still standing. Uh, Karis, your turn. Can I get close to the pirate, to the pirate captain? What's your I come speed? down. 30. You, if you run, yeah. So... If I, run, if I run, I can still make an attack, or no? I'll say yeah, yeah, because you can charge, yeah, you can charge in. Okay. Yeah. I still get my bonus action, right? Yeah. Um, bonus Actually, action. Actually, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, just for the sake, because you're, because you're like doing a running jump and trying to get into combat. I'll mm -hmm. say you use your bonus action to, you use your bonus action to actually do the, to get the distance. Mm -hmm. uh, so you run all the way up to them, and then you get one attack. Even with extra attack? Yeah, even with because because you your your speed is so low. <coughs> Alright. To get to the captain. To get to the other pirates, you could you could you could do it with just a move, but to get to the captain, he's too right. far away. He's on the All other right. side of Graza. Okay, I'll get to the captain then and attack with my sword, which has advantage because of the Yep. Guiding bolt. Okay. Because he's glowing. <laughs> he's shiny. You hit. And I'm going to burn a spell, a level one spell slot to do the smiting thing. Okay. <laughs> Smite this man. He is truly a villain. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Eight. Four. And three. Fifteen points of damage. All right. You slice across his chest with your holy blade, and he looks down at it as if he was expecting more. <laughs> He's kind of disappointed in your attack. I'm sorry. I'm not a, a lucky halfling that can crit at any time. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like jealousy to me. Um, okay. Uh, it is now the pirates' turn. So the four pirates that have been thus far ignored on the other side of the bonfire suddenly see what's going on and swoop around the bonfire to flank Graza, Theod, and Karis. Um, <clears throat> and so that's four on one side, six on the other, one of whom is the pirate captain. Um, so there's a lot of attacks coming at Graza, at Connell through them. So that's. 10 people, so you're all getting three. Graza, you're getting four. So, so yeah, okay. so yeah, yeah. Uh, Theod, which one of the 
Fiat and Karras are getting three attacks. Graza, you're getting four with the pirate captain attacking Graza. Which one of them is closer the to I'm sorry, the pirate captain already pirate attack already went. So actually, so no. Then all three of you are just getting three because the pirate captain already went. So, yep. Which one of them are closer to me? Are they like one of them is adjacent to me? Oh, a lot of oh oh, uh, Graza is yeah. the closest to you. I'll use protection on one attack. Okay. Well, starting with Karis. What's your AC? 21. All right. So out of six attacks, because each of them has two attacks, um... Three of them hit you, one of them crit you, one of the three crit you, and one critical missed. So we'll get to that in a minute. So you have you have three hits, one of which is a crit on Karis. Uh, Graza, what's your AC? Uh, 16, but I do have the gloves of the duelist. And the first one is a disadvantage, so that one misses. Alright, so one, two, three, uh, three of them hit you. You can deflect, you can try to deflect one of them. Sure. So make a attack roll. You fail nope. to, you fail to deflect it. Alright, so three hits on Graza. One. What's your AC, Theod? 17. Hit. Miss. Crit miss. Both of you, both, all, all three of you now have had one crit miss against you. Yeah. Uh, miss. These amazing pirates. Miss. Miss. Hit. Yeah, so two hits on Theod. Two hits on Theod, three hits on Graza, Three hits, one of which is a crit on Karis. So let me roll their damage as they hit you with cutlasses. Alright. So Theod, or sorry, Karis, you take. Uh, I'm rolling I'm rolling the attacks individually. Mm. Which is very relevant for me specifically. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of glad that I that he specified that Karis was closer than I was to you. Uh, Karis, you take 20 points of damage. And huh? then you take 11 points of damage. And then you take 12 points of damage. Right. Graza, you take 13 points of damage. Six. Thirteen points of damage. Six. Thirteen points of damage. Six. <laughs> I, rolled, I rolled three d8s, and each one of them landed on an eight. <laughs> uh, and Theod. Ten points of damage. 
Nine How much? Point, n- ten points of damage. Nine points of damage. And that's it. Because you only got hit twice. Nineteen points. And how many times did they hit each other? Uh, so there were three crit misses. <laughs> which means they hit one another for eleven points of damage. <laughs> six points of damage. Twelve points of damage. Was one of them the really injured guy? Yep, did one, of he them, die? one of them was. No, he did not die. He's looking if bad. The, He's looking bad, though. If all of them have been drinking, should they have disadvantage? <laughs> They're you pirates. They're not that thrown off. You don't know how much they've been drinking. <laughs> and even if they were, even if they have been drinking that much, they're pirates. Yeah. <laughs> they're used to fighting while drinking. They're functional alcoholics. Yeah, they Basically, are. Highly, yeah. highly functional alcoholics. <laughs> yes, they are. Okay. All right, uh, Nerali, your turn. All right. All right. Um, I'm leaping over the edge using my reaction for slow fall. Okay. So I prevent up to, what is it, 25 points of damage at this point. Then you're good, yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm rushing up, so I'm directly opposite the Karis, let's say. Uh, That'll be too far from you. He's he's really? he, he's the I farthest one up. Theod's the closest to you. Okay. They're so only one flanking. Yeah, yes. you, you, you can flank with one that's attacking Theod. I flank X. Yeah. With whoever. You're flanking one that's attacking Theod. All right. Um. Although, does it really count if Theod's also being flanked? Yes, it does. does. Well, generally, I don't know. Should because right. flanking is the because flanking is the target has someone on both sides, not yeah. the person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Go ahead, roll damage or roll your attacks. Uh... Ah, yeah. Start nice. critical hit. All right. And second attack. Okay. That hit. All right. And key point for two unarmed strikes. Okay. That hits. Okay. And last one. That hits. That's the first time all of your attacks have hit. Naraya's been eating their weenies. Well, <laughs> no, this is because it's advantage, let's be honest. <laughs> if it wasn't advantage, those would have been like two, three, three, three. Naive, no, oh. without advantage, you still would have hit. Yes, right. but if I hadn't had advantage, somehow the numbers would have ended up lower, because yeah. Murphy. Now it's Kana's turn. It would have been really easy if you all hadn't grouped up, she yells. <laughs> <laughs> I had no control over that. Uh, she was yelling at the first three. There's a whole nother group for you to blow up. No, they're all on you now. Yeah, they all <laughs> rushed over. You guys are surrounded by ten pirates. Uh... I, mean, I went in first and everyone else followed me. Well, I was going to go in like this anyways. I think the three of us were just gonna jump. Like, I mean, four of us were gonna jump in. Like, 
that was that's basically how we work. Yeah, you guys are the musketeers. You're always jumping off of something. There's she, a specific reason why this is the only time he would do that. She um <laughs> so she once more summons a pea of fire, flings it out, uh, and aims it so that it hits the guys behind you at an angle without hitting you guys. And, and hopefully without hitting the prisoners too. No, it's because it, they came from around the bonfire. So okay. The prisoners are behind everybody else. Um, fireball goes off, slightly slightly less strong than her first one. And with an additional five points of damage, I forgot to add because she's a dragon blood sorcerer. Yeah. Uh, brass dragon. Um. Dealing a ton of damage to everybody behind you. Um, killing the one Nerali had been punching. Uh, do, do, do. Dealing. Yeah. One, two, three. Uh, so there's this explosion behind you guys as the four pirates that were behind you suddenly go ah, 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 and are on fire their clothes are because fireball sets their clothes on fire too by the way mm -hmm. um, so the four pirates that were behind you are now on fire Nerali, the one you were kicking and punching is dead just got turned to ash um and it is now top of the round graza your turn Delicious targets everywhere. I sheathed my sword. Don't you have to make a, will a wisdom save? I haven't taken damage. Oh, no, I have yeah, taken you damage. Have. Uh, I am not quite actually. Yes, I might be below. I am below half an So, what's my wisdom save? I am attacking. There, I'm surrounded by a lot of stuff, so it's DM's choice, but I'm willing to bet it's someone who tried to hit me. So what is the wording of the ability? What happens What happens when you fail? I, I, I move to and attack the nearest uh, target, the nearest possible target. If there are multiple targets, it's the DM's choice. All right, I'm going to say the biggest target in front of you is the tiefling, so I'll say you go attack the tiefling. Okay, and I'm using my claws. All right. <clears throat> which I would have empowered with my right. Unless you you're going you, to say that you, I can't you, focus enough to empower. Yeah, them. no, no. You had your sword empowered already, so yeah. you you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't empower you wouldn't be able to empower both your sword and your claws. Well, I dropped my sword to use my claws. Yeah, so my but, right fades. But yeah, does it fade if you let go of the weapon? Yeah, if you let go of the weapon, the right fades. Right. It it fades, but you're still you're raging right now. So yeah. All right, make your attacks. It hits. Alright. Miss. Miss. Wow. So you you rake the you rake the tiefling across the chest with your first strike, uh ripping through his finery. Uh but the second two he steps back and deftly evades the slashes as you as you follow up. Uh Theod. Okay. Uh so can I move to be flanking with anybody without provoking any? No, not really. Am I already flanking somebody? Not really, no. Okay. You are I'm flanked, going... however. Okay, I'm gonna <coughs> just 
turned the guy in front of me, dropped my flail, pull out, the dagger, pull out the dagger that I have, and start Ooh. stabbing. Okay. Make an attack. And hits, roll damage. Alright, you heal seven as you dra you stab into the human in front of you and pull back, and as you do, you feel the energy of this man's soul sucking out his wound and into the blade. You feel rejuvenated, but it feels very wrong. <laughs> I actually don't give a shit about these guys, so... I mean, th uh, that may be, be that as it may, it still feels wrong. Yeah. Uh, last attack. Whether or not you give a shit. Yeah. I'm assuming only the last one hits. Uh... Yeah, second one misses, last one hits. Yep. Same thing happens again. You heal six, and you feel his soul coming into you. And the, the main reason why it feels wrong is you're not really a magic user. You don't really use magic. You use rituals and, and other things, but... Um, and, and you're not a profane, you're not a profane soul blood hunter. Yeah, and you feel like... It, it, it's sort of this nauseating feeling of having a piece of somebody else's soul ripped out of them and coming into you. It doesn't feel good. You'd liken it to the feeling when a ghost passes through you. Ah, uh, Except, right. yeah, yeah, it's a slightly different from that, but that's, that's as close as you would get to it, and that doesn't feel good either. <laughs> um, Alright, uh, it is now the pirate captain's turn, who makes his attacks with advantage mm -hmm. on Graza. Because she's flanked. Am I not here? Okay. Wait. No, it's Pirate Captain goes before you. Oh, sorry. Pirate Captain's at 13, you're at 11. Got it. <laughs> I was having internet issues. I wasn't sure if I was back. No. <laughs> All right. I, don't know, I don't know if I can use the gloves of the duelist while I'm in rage right now. Actually, no, my rage ends as soon as as soon as I finish my turn. Yeah, but you don't have a weapon in your hands. I can I not use my claws? My my claws are considered a weapon. Yeah, but for you, you think about it there, though. You're going to be trying to turn away a blade with your bare hand. With my claws. It, it doesn't really count. It's a natural weapon, not an actual weapon. The gloves of the duelist is specifically you use a weapon to parry. Okay. You can't parry with natural weapons. Um, one hits you. One doesn't. Uh, the gun hits you. The the the, the, cut, the cutlass does not. Okay. Um, you take. You take eight points of damage as the bullet hits you. Four. It's, yeah, it's reduced. Um, Lavis, your turn. It like crunches against my flesh. Yeah. Um, because I was, Aaron was having internet issues. I was having internet issues. Um, who got stabbed and hurt? I got a, I got a crit on me. Okay. Yeah, so Everyone, the the odd Karras, Graza, the odd and Karras are all surrounded by pirates and getting stabbed. Great. Um, I can heal myself. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, you have the evil dagger that I dropped. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll give. Karis a healing word and then just try and 
sacred flame someone that is going to someone that's in flanking with someone do you, want, do you not want a guiding bolt the pirate captain again I could do that. that that's it it also worked out option. really well for you last time. All right. I'll, yeah. Okay. I'll spend another spell slot. So I'm going to bonus action healing word for Karis, which is rolling that. I have them now on my sheet. Yeah. <laughs> and doing that at a level two. All right. All right. Karis and then has, anybody, has anybody attacked the pirate captain since you cutting bolted him? Yeah, uh, Karis. Karis has. Okay, because I didn't see advantage on that, but it was all right. Um, and then guiding bolt, just doing that at a level one. You hit roll damage. Hell yes. Yay. This is actually really badass. <laughs> yeah. I should have used this. Right. Another another brilliant bolt of light arcs out, smacks into the pirate captain, knocking him backwards a little bit and causing him to glow. So the next attack on him will get advantage. Alright. Uh, care. I'm going to... Um... So the back row of pirates got scorched pretty badly. Mm -hmm. And they're closer than the front row of pirates. I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast at the one I have hexed. Which is the one that was being attacked previously? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, he was being attacked previously. Yeah. I hit him with uh, He's still with standing, so... Okay. And since I'm a level mm -hmm. 5, it's two beams. You can direct them either at him or at somebody else. You Both at him. Both at him? Alright, that hits. Yep. Alright, you kill him. Okay. Uh, bonus action. My hex. Yep. Bonus action, my hex over to the pirate captain then, and uh, try and hit him with the second beam. Okay. Yeah. That hits, roll damage. Kind of crappy damage, but still damage. Uh, I mean, damage is damage. Blast him with the force damage. All right, Karis. How many pirates are left? Uh, like, well, there's the captain, plus one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven. Seven? Okay. Uh, so I'm going to make... Eight total with the captain. Well, I'm going to make two swipes at the captain. Okay. That hits. You guys are rolling much better this time than you did previously. We have been doing fairly well. <laughs> Wait a second. That misses. <laughs> so you slash once, and then you come back around, and he knocks her out of the way with his cutlass. Okay, bonus action. I'm going to use misty. I'm going to use misty step to back thirty feet away from this mob. You have misty step. Yeah, because um, the ven oath of vengeance at level five, you get to learn whole person and misty step oh. as spellless. So nice. Yeah, you misty step. Um, because paladins of the oath of vengeance are also known as reaper. Does spell yeah. does spell casting while in combat trigger attacks opportunity? I think it does. Mm -hmm. No. Uh, Unless it's a rain spell. No, like that's maybe mage, a rain that's spell, mage but. That makes you. Just oh yeah, Mage Slayer lets you do that if you have oh, the feet. 
Okay, never mind. Alright, so you... <laughs> Missed your step and get out of the crowd. Mm -hmm. Alright. Uh, Pirate's turn. So, how far away did you get? I got, um... I went 30 feet the opposite direction from that mob, so... Like... Alright, so the three on the back that got scorched... Uh, one of them follows you because he's not he's not in melee combat with with anybody else. Um, the others are still in melee combat with everybody else, so they make attacks on others. So, so one attack goes to Karis, which leaves six more. Uh, so that's going to be two on two on Theod, two on Graza, two on Nerali. And Graza and Theod are both flanked. Uh, so for Graza, uh, what's your your AC sixteen? Yeah. Hit. Hit. Need better armor. Hit. Hit. Four hits on you. Uh, Theod, what's your AC? Seventeen. Hit. 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 Four hits on you. And uh, Norali, you're not flanked, so you just get normal attacks. What's your AC, Norali? I'm sorry. What's your AC? Oh, fifteen. Hit. Miss, miss, hit. Two hits on Nerali, four hits on Theod, four hits on um, Graza, and a crit on Karis. Again? Crit. Pirates don't like you. <laughs> no, they You're don't. You're the and they're kind of uptight. And that seems the only way they can hit me. <laughs> All right, Karis, you take... It's like full damage right there with the crit. No, it's minimum damage. You take 12 points of damage. <laughs> that was their minimum. Uh, Graza, you take... 6 points of damage. Why am I rolling minimum? Yay, 3. 13 points of damage. That's better. 6. 13 points of damage. Six again. Nine points of damage. Theod, you take. Ten points of damage. How many? Ten points of damage. Nine points of damage. Twelve points of damage. I'm already out. Uh, relentless Endurance? Yeah, I'm at Relentless. So I have one left. Ten points of damage. Yep, so I'm out. Uh, and Nerali, that was the last attack, so they can't attack you again when you're down. Nerali, you take nine points of damage. Okay. Ten points of damage. Okay. All right. Uh, it is now Nerali's turn. So right. Theod goes. Um... Theod goes down in a barrage of cutlass attacks. It's almost like somebody left a hole for them to just group around me. <laughs> 
It does seem to resemble that, doesn't it? I mean, it's also like they just ran into a crowd of pirates. <laughs> that the is well. <laughs> the Dark Elf is on the other side. So, actually, right. what happened with Theod was the guy next to him died. <laughs> That's where Stunk. the wolf started. Smack. Oh, with the, the first one. Can I go back real quick? The first one that hit me, I want a hellish rebuke. Okay. Roll the Hellish Rebuke. Alright. Uh, he does a strength save for half damage. Yep. Uh, he does not make it, so he takes the full amount. No, no, he does make it. Sorry, 11 was the DC. He makes it, so he takes right. 8 points of damage. So after spitting fire in his face... He just, like, wipes it off. <laughs> I smack him with my staff. Miss? Yep, of course I do. Um, try to smack him again. Miss? Of course I do. <sighs> You're not hard to hit. <laughs> no, but this is me. Um, <laughs> the Raleigh classic. Key point for for two hits. Hit. Of course I did, because it was the unarmed strike that I can't stun with. All right. Four points of damage. And of course I did. And critical failure. Fortunately, you're not close enough to Theod to hit him. Yeah, I was a little worried there for a second. Um... <laughs> But so what happens? So I go um, after swinging at him twice with the staff, doing what, uh, kicking him straight in the uh, straight in the face, uh, sweet chin music style. I go for a back spinning kick, completely miss, and end up on my ass. So you are knocked prone. Yes. All right. So you and that's going to end your turn. Dude, yeah, missed with the staff like that. That probably would have hit me because we were flanking before. No, the person you were no, flanking the one was, that was flanking us died. Otherwise, I would have been. No, you were, there was somebody in between you and me. Yeah, he died. He died in the fireball. Yeah. Um. All right. It is now Kana's turn. Yes, the universe is back in balance. What did I say about running ahead? She yells. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't have much choice at that point. Everybody else already had. I've got one more Welcome of these. To the team. Not that I wouldn't have run ahead anyways. I'm just saying. She lobs another fireball in. This one's weaker than the last two, but... Still not, not bad. All right, uh, another smaller fireball goes off, hitting the the guys that are behind. Um, the guy that you've been hitting looks pretty beat up, Narali. Thanks to the fire that's on him. No. Okay. Uh, the other ones took a, took an amount of damage. Yep. 
<sighs> All right. Uh, top of the round, Graza. All right. I would like to succeed in my wisdom save so I can activate right on my claws, but even if I fail, I'm just flailing at the assholes in front of me. Made it. You succeed. So I will, I will activate the right on my claws and continue <laughs> to... Are the pirates on me injured at all? Yeah. Well, one of them how, is not. One of them is not. How injured is the injured pirate who isn't the captain? Uh, less injured than the captain. I'll keep hitting the captain. <laughs> that hits. Alright. Nope. That misses. What happens? You're right uh, next to Theod. <laughs> Am I next to Theod? Because I thought the one that was next to me was Karis. Nope. You're, both of no, them Karis. were next to you. Karis was on, Karis, Karis was on one side. Theod was on the other side. You were in I a line. <laughs> I would say that I probably catch myself on the ground and lose my third attack. That's less fun, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm also not trying to kill my teammate who is unconscious right now. Yeah, no, he, happens, he happens. I'm out. He, if I hit him, it's two is, death saves. He is on. He is on the ground, so it is harder to hit him. So yeah, I'll say you. I'll say you catch yourself and just lose your attacks. And you like you like catch your own foot and just like collapse forward. If I if I hit Theod, that's two death saves. He fails. Yep. Uh huh. We have a way to go out, wouldn't it? <laughs> this is the fight to die to. Not, to not everybody has to have a glorious death. <laughs> Seriously. Is anybody else, is anybody else playing the Pirates of the Caribbean theme song in their head right now? <laughs> in their head? I'm wearing a headphone. Shitty situations uh, happen. The Theod. problem with that is in that, in that the pirates win, and we don't want them to this time. Oh, we're more disreputable than these pirates, I guarantee. <laughs> I, okay, that's a point. Thea, make a death saving throw. You make it. You have one successful death save. Yep. Uh, pirate count this time. Well, Graza is like bent over in front of him now, so attack, attack. And he has advantage because there is a pirate behind her. Uh, that's going to hit. And that's going to miss. Miss with the gun, hit with the cutlass. He's never hit. He has yet to hit you with both of his weapons. Yep, I'm kind of liking that way. You take seven points of slashing damage. How is he not having to reload with a flintlock pistol? It has a well. One, he is reloading. He's just doing it as a free action. Uh, but also, it's got a revolving chamber. It's a revolving mm. flintlock. Um, <laughs> he, I know where he's from. Yeah. <laughs> It's a revolving flintlock. It's a little known. It's a little known. Uh, all right, uh, Lavis. Okay, there is someone unconscious on the ground, and, and lots and, of people on the ground. And a werewolf who is bleeding very heavily. <laughs> yeah, I actually am just. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine looking at this from above, from a, like 20 feet up, it looks really bad because like half of us are laying down. Okay. I mean, there's, there's three of us up here on the ridge. It's like, should we leave? <laughs> you know, you guys, uh, right. Yes. Do you guys just want to, you know. So, the horses are right over there. 
Yeah, there's less than 600 people. So I'm going to use mass healing word on all of the injured people. Okay. All of the injured allies. What's the range on that? Uh, It is 60 feet, the same as healing word. So yeah, you can target, and what's the radius? Um, Up to six creatures of my choice that you can see within range. Okay, yeah, so you can heal uh, Karis. You can heal Karis, Theod, Graza, Nerali, and none of the other people need healing. Right. (laughs) Yep. Not you heal the pirate captain. Yes. You can also hear no. the pirate captain and one other pirate if you so desired. I mean, it no should, thanks. All in all, it should be fair's fair. No. <laughs> I, I, that's not how fairness works, Nerali. No. Uh, so I'm just gonna. It's it's the same amount, so I'm using the other spell. Hit right. points blocks. You all heal for ten. Theod, you're awake. Can we go a single fight without dying? <laughs> and it no, wasn't died. And it wasn't Arn this time. That's that's not realistic. Arn's also not here to die, so I mean, there's that. Falling down isn't dying. There's a difference. <clears throat> I took a nap. No, were you getting back into the other place? Right. Fakir. Okay. Oh, sorry, Lavis. Lavis. Here's, 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 my, here's yeah. my question. Wait, wait. Lavis, was this thing that you wanted to do? Um, he, mass healing word's a bonus action. I was going to oh, okay. action. Hey, I thought that was an action. All right. No, I just checked to, to confirm it's a it's bonus action. It's a higher level spell. Gotcha. Yep. Um, so I'm Guiding Bolt has been working pretty well on that captain. The guy, Guiding let's try that again. Pretty solid. Guiding Bolt's pretty solid. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I should have had event. Well, it, was, it would have been the first attack anyway, which I was, and hit him anyway. Damn it. So. Wait, no, that was my healing word. That was. Hey! Hits, roll Hey-o. damage. Yay. All right, you <laughs> blast him for 12. <clears throat> He's not feeling good. All right. Here's the question. Yes. Could Fakir jump off the cliff and get next to Theod in a single move action? No. Damn it. Do you really need to, though? Nope. All your best stuff is arranged. <laughs> yeah, but my dimension door boots aren't. <clears throat> you could dimension door to him in one in one turn. Yeah, but that's the, not what he's the trying to do. Was the exit plan, not the entrance plan. <laughs> I don't want to leave. All right. Well, if you're not willing, then uh, yeah, we'll do, we'll do two eldritch blasts against the pirate captain. First one at advantage. You hit. Okay. Finally, do how do you want to do, do, do this? Yes. All right. Um. I want to, yeah, just a single beam, um, and it just caves his face in. Just, and just face yep. melts. He has the, so you blast with this green beam of force energy, and it's mm-hmm. just, it's, 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 um, um, 
Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah, Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark. He just faces. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Collapses and backwards. I, and I lean over and I lean over and I say, "I call that hat and coat." And then I switch my uh, hex to the next most injured pirate and hit him with the other Eldritch Blast. I wanted the coat. Called it. I, <laughs> I, I, I grab his corpse, not the hat and coat, and shake him like a ragdoll with my teeth. Does that hit the other pirate? Yep. Don't you have a coat already? I've got armor, not a coat. No, you took another coat earlier. <laughs> I know you did. But not a coat. Uh, which pirate were you aiming at? Just whichever one was the next most beat up. Okay, the one that Nerali's been punching. Yes, um, that one. Okay, so it, it, yep, you hit it. Splat. Not looking good. Still standing, though. Knocked a few teeth up. Alright, uh, Karis, there's a guy on you that crit you. Yeah, Twice. I've been only, I've been only crit all, like, each round. So I expect him to crit me next round, too. <laughs> You or do? you can kill him first. Yeah, kill him, and he won't crit you. <laughs> he has no damage on him. <laughs> no, he has damage. Oh, okay. I got hit with a fireball. Oh, well, then two attacks. That yeah. Hits. yeah. Ooh, and you crit him back. Alright, man. Alright, you hurt him really bad. He's still standing. He's still standing. And you miss. Uh. <laughs> and he reels back. He reels back so far that when you go for the second attack, you miss. Uh, well. You didn't compensate well, for the knockback. I crit him, though. That's all that matters. Alright, so Pirate's turn. A crit uh, is kind of like hitting him twice. <laughs> seeing their captain fall, they all take up a, uh, they all roll, for the captain! And attack with a fury previously unknown. Wonderful. See, I thought that was supposed to demoralize. Them. Surprisingly loyal pirates. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They've been through a lot. <laughs> They've been, They've been lot. drinking and partying. Like, it's tough for them. Maybe he was the one who paid for all the booze all the time, and that's why they like him. I'm uh, glad I just woke up. One hit on Graza, one crit on Graza, uh, one hit on Theod, one miss on Theod. One hit on Nerali, two hits on Nerali. Yeah, that'll and happen when you're down. One miss you know on Karis. Yeah, I really wish that you made that save, Graza. Alright. So, Graza, you take 11 points of damage and 6 points of damage. I bet for ye. Theod, you take nine points of damage. Oh, I'm awake. Uh, and Raleigh, you take eleven points of damage. <laughs> uh huh. And nine points of damage. All right. So Graza has been hit. Raleigh has been really hit, and Theod is almost unconscious again. 
Uh, it is now Neroli's turn. All right, get to my feet. <laughs> Let's see if I can actually hit him this time. There we go. All right, he's still standing, but barely. Okay. He has one hit point left, doesn't he? Yep. <laughs> hit him, hit him again, hit him again. <laughs> Miss every uh... time. <laughs> Big numbers, no ways. I'm going to spend a uh, uh, um, a key point on that for him to be stunned. Okay. He has to make a constitution save versus... Uh, it's my... Damn it, I didn't write this one down. It's your key, um, so it's your wisdom mod plus your proficiency plus... Eight. Yeah, so... Um, Is it going to be 22 or higher? Never mind. Um, <laughs> all right, well, if he's not stunned, then yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hit him again. You miss. <laughs> yes, I do. Of course I do. And keep on going. Miss. <laughs> Hit. Yeah, Finally. So you almost failed to kill him, but you kill him. Fuck off, pirate. <laughs> Terry Rotten Pirates. Terry Rotten Pirates. Nerali does not say Bloody that. Pirates. I do. Kana, still back here. You'd think they'd move. She says, like, to figure. It's like. <laughs> yes, let's. Uh, yes, we'll figure, happily. Figure looks back at her and is like. It. You see what I deal with every <laughs> I know, right? Uh, Karis moved. <laughs> yeah. Karis did move. Karis yes. moved. I'm the one who has to keep them all alive. I feel, <laughs> I feel very sorry for you. Fakir <laughs> just sort of, because like, Lavis and Fakir and Kana are just kind of like, just like standing in a row on the edge of the cliff. And Fakir just sort of pats Lavis on the shoulder like, yes, yes. The funny dead. part about it is, for once, I was actually planning on staying up there and and ranging my 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 radiant bolts. Right. And then they got surrounded by like ten people. I was like, yeah, oh, it was like oh, a new target. <laughs> you know what would make this funnier? For once, had Aaron here. Theon. Theon. Connor Connor calls out. Theod, stay down. Um, <laughs> she, uh. She brings her two, her two uh, index and middle fingers up on each hand, and electricity starts to crackle down her forearms to her fingertips. And she, uh, she brings them around, focusing the electricity to a point, and then shoots it forward as a lightning bolt that just streaks across the field, striking... She can angle it so she strikes three of them, so long as Theod stays laying down. Uh, which, it hasn't been his turn yet, so he can't get back up. Um... So the lightning bolt, Nerali, you see a bolt of lightning just flash in front of you. Um, striking two of the people, striking uh, the two that are behind Graza and Theod and the one that was on the other side of Theod. Um, in, a, in, a, in a weird line, but uh, dealing, how much damage does lightning bolt do? Uh, 8d6. Is it 8d6? Yep. Man, lightning yeah, bolt so. and fireball do a ton of damage. Yes, yeah. they do. Mm -hmm. They're the it's primary, primary just like a completely uncontrolled 
release of energy can that's, fuck up your shit. It's just All almost right. as though there's what meant well, to kill. Well, spells got brutal, period, in So the two behind them fry and hit the ground. Uh, the one on the other side goes... Took a lot of it. If Graza had moved at any point during that, she would have just taken more hits. There are now four pirates left. One of whom smells very burnt. <laughs> the lingering scent of ozone. Yes. Uh, Alright, Graza, your turn. I have one target in front of me. Let's see if I even get a chance to not try and murder him. I could, hey. I could if I wanted to, but I don't want to. I want to murder him. Mm, not Miss. with the two, I don't. Miss. Wow. <laughs> you're, hey. uh, you're just impotently hey. flinging your claws around. Okay, that wasn't a two. All right, you hit. Roll damage. Which one, are you, attacking? Which one are you Which one you attacking? The only one that's left around me. There's two around you. William, there were only two on me before. And oh, no, there, were, there, there were more than two around you. There were just two flanking you. There were only two attacking me. Yeah, because the other one was attacking Theon. The one that's left that was attacking me. Yeah, okay. Alright. So, it's the one that hasn't taken any damage yet. Um, okay. And then I'm going to shift around it to his other side. Uh, so you're going to have to go around... So you're going to step away from one going around him? What's going to invoke attack of opportunity? Uh, I need to stop being flanked. You're not flanked anymore. The one behind you is dead. Okay, then yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Connor took care of that. <laughs> I'll stay where I'm at then. All right. Um. It is now. Yeah, there's there's three in front of you. There's one one directly in front of you, one to the left of the guy in front of you, one to the right of the guy in front of you, and then there's one on Karis. Um. It is now uh, Theod's turn. Theod, you will have one hit point. I am well aware. Who's <laughs> uh, next to me? Uh, there is a there is a pirate standing over you, Graza to your left, and Nerali a distance away, across from some charred corpses. Okay, so I'm gonna stand up and just swing with the dagger. Okay. Uh, if I miss with the dagger the first time, I'm just gonna. Yeah, throw down my shield and the dagger and pull out my great axe and swing with that. Are you going to drink a health potion at all? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, you miss. Shit, I'll just keep swinging with the dagger. <laughs> you hit! You heal eight points. And one more. Probably able to ignore how weird it feels considering you're <laughs> taking you off the bridge. You miss. Death. This is basically like three health potions, so that's why I was trying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it is now Park I mean, Captain's turn. Park Captain is dead. Drink a is dead. I was going to say, you're, I was about to, I thought you were about to say, and the pirate captain comes back from the dead. <laughs> this is Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, you don't fight the undead pirates until later. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, Alright. Uh, yeah, Theod, you have a bonus action if you want to pick up potions. No, I don't. That third attack was. Oh, yeah, that one. third attack was your bonus action because you had the oh, right. third attack. Yeah, That's right. Oh. Alright, seriously, uh, don't worry. Don't worry. Lavis, your turn. I'm just looking to the fellow spellcasters on the cliff. Like, he does have health potions. I also have a dagger that does the same thing as health potions. Wait a minute. Just because you don't approve. <laughs> I don't care if you use it, just if you are not going to hit, don't use it. <laughs> it's like, yes, um, here the, the dagger does the same thing, but you missed with the dagger. <laughs> I got one hit. Like I took a potion. Yeah, but the other two were like you took potions, but just kind of splashed them on your face instead of actually <laughs> He has he a drinking. Made two attacks and drank a potion. He has a, he has a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> um. See, everyone's pretty injured still, huh? Gross is oh no, I'm fine. Gross is relatively injured, but she's still fighting with an intense amount of fervor. I.e., I, I still have relentless endurance. Okay. Um. Yeah. Mm. Lava stopped caring. <laughs> Lava's like, well, fuck, no, I'm not with anybody. You're level on it right now. Um, I'm just gonna use a first level healing word and I guess second level guiding bolt because that's all I've got left. Alright. Healing word on who? Um, on the idiot who didn't drink a health potion. On the <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, I think it's hurt. Than I do right now. I know everybody's hurt, but I was gonna say, Lavis, you're gonna have to be more specific. Which idiot that didn't drink a health? <laughs> yeah, if you would have just heard Graza. <laughs> All right, uh, Theod, you heal eight. I, yeah. I, I believe he actually had more health points. Actually, I know he had more hit points than I did because he healed himself for eight. My hit points are at seven right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I probably shouldn't have done that. But, you know, whatever. They were... I'm in werewolf form A, and I still have Relentless Endurance B. They're both severely injured. You can't really tell which one of them's injured more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. We both look like shit, basically. <laughs> yep. Uh, who seems like the most imminent threat among the pirates? Uh, well, there are three on Graza and Theog. Okay. One of whom is really injured. That's the one that Theog's been stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go for one of the less injured people. Alright. Uh, there's one... The, there, <laughs> of, of the... So... Of the three, there of the four pirates left, the one on Karis and the farthest one away on Graza is are are equally uninjured. Yeah, but I'm fighting that guy one on one. So yeah, let's hit the guy on Graza because the other one has a one person um one person party. This is when he suddenly draws a katana, and becomes a samurai. <laughs> <laughs> I challenge you. Wait, we're not playing Pathfinder. <laughs> Ironically, I have a character like that. Uh, that hits. Roll damage. Okay. I need to just roll one extra 1d6, because I never thought I'd use this at second level. 
Slam. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. All right. <laughs> Blast him. <clears throat> uh, for care. <clears throat> right. So the guy I hexed last time is still standing. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> if he's not, then probably not. We'll... Okay. If he's not, then we'll angle the uh, hex over to the guy on uh, that Lavis just hit with guiding bolt. Okay. You hit. Cool. And second beam. You miss. Kicks up sand. All right. I think that's everything I've got on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, it is now Karis's turn. <clears throat> um. Let's see. I'm going to make two swipes at him. Make your attacks. Miss. Okay. And miss. What the fuck? So you slash, slash, and he just ping, ping. He just parries it with his cutlass as you attack him. Uh, it's now the pirate's turn, so he's going to attack back. Here comes another crit. <laughs> miss and miss. Two misses. Uh, Graza gets two of them attacking her. Uh, and she does. Theon gets one of them attacking him. Uh, AC 16 currently. Uh, that's a hit. And that's a miss. And that's a miss. And that's a hit. So two hits on Graza. Theod. Uh, what's your AC, Theod? 17. Both hit. Uh, Alright, so... First, the one, uh, the two on Graza. Graza, you take 13 points of damage. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I heard a little more question in your ha than usual. It put me at one. And and I, you... did, I didn't fire off Relentless Endurance. It put me at one, and the second one fires off Relentless Endurance. And then you take 11, so <laughs> fires off Relentless Endurance. Theod, you take... Still standing. Six... Okay. And ten. I think that's exactly zero. Oh, that's exactly one. Oh, is it? Yeah, I was at <laughs> You're at seventeen, not sixteen? Okay. Nice. Wow. Yeah, I was at nine and then I was at seven. That's right. She... That's right. It was, you Which are... is great, because you both go before me and you can both take health potions. <laughs> that is exactly what I plan on doing. That requires I... me to make a wisdom save and not just slaughter one of these things. And not just hit Fiat. <laughs> I, yeah, maybe me. Maybe I'm the thing he slaughters. I, I think it's like, awesome you I, think that they're actually going to take healing potions. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I feel like there is yeah. very good reason for me not to attack the uh, considering the things in front of me. Uh, Nerali. Yes. All right. Um, Don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeremy's rolling, so... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> if I accidentally kill you with two ones in a row, sorry. Um, um, no hard feelings. I'm gonna. I am going to radiant sunbolt at the guy 
looming over Theon. Okay. No, I'm on my feet. Well, Lo- looming in front of Theon. Looming in front of. You're a it's little wobbly, I it's assume. It's only because there's a bonfire there. His shadow makes him look loony. Exactly. Make the attack. You hit. Roll damage. Blast him for nine. Knocked down yet? No. Okay. Uh, drop a key point for two more. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, I, there it is. There it is. <laughs> so my next character is going to be a clairvoyant wizard. <laughs> oh, Theon! Theon! With, 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 with an unreasoning hate of tieflings for some reason? No, I don't hate you. <laughs> no, I'm joking, so, I'm joking, I'm joking. Theod, one sunbolt comes over your shoulder, smacks the guy in front of you, and you're like, yeah, we can win. This is impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on the plus side, he's on the ground now, so it's going to be a lot harder to hit him with my third one. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Oh don't discount. <laughs> it's true. I, I, this was the scene from Speed. Shoot the hostage. <laughs> Shoot the hostage. <laughs> All right. Christmas. Christmas. Okay. Oh, so close. No, I didn't. I didn't. One. It's like the beam. If I was conscious, that'd be uncomfortably close. <laughs> oh. I just get this idea of Narali just standing there and be like, "Yeah, I hit him," and then horrified, and she just sort of casts the last one reflexively, and it just goes arcing so far to the left. You know, that is that is absolutely one hundred percent accurate. Oh god! Oh my god! This fight. The spellcaster sit up on the hill. All right. Uh, spellcasters are down here too. Kana, Kana, it's just like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) He moved! (laughs) (laughs) It's my fault, I turned into it. (laughs) It's like he stepped. <laughs> it would have been a perfect shot. It's not classic. Classic Nidali. Oh, I need to teach you how to aim. You, please do. Please. Hey, now it's not my fault that I'm not taking a health potion on my turn. <laughs> fair, fair. fair. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's someone sitting next to you that could feed you a health potion. Kana, Kana. But that would require me not drinking a health potion myself. Kana holds a hand up. Kana holds a hand up and flings a big, a larger ball of fire across the field. Um, hit, let's see if she hits. (laughs) Crit miss, hits Theon. Nope, she hit. So the one that Narali failed to hit the second time gets a fire, just a, a big fire bolt square to the face, dealing uh, igniting his face and causing him to collapse to the ground. Yeah. That's how you aim. <laughs> And then you just hear a very quiet, sad, 
Okay. <laughs> uh, Graza, make a wisdom save. Okay, let, let's see if I even have the capacity to drink a healing potion this round. Mm. Actually, as it turns out, yes, exactly. Hey. When I'm below half health, the DC is 15. Hey. So I can make two attacks, and instead of taking a third one, drink a potion. Uh, uh, that hits. Alright. <clears throat> that hits. Ha ha! Alright. And then I drink one of my health potions. What healing is that? Uh, standard. I don't remember how much that is. 2d4 uh, plus 2. 4? 2d4 plus 4. <clears throat> you heal for 10. As the werewolf just like pulls one of the potions off its belt, crushes it, and licks the juice off of its hand. <laughs> uh, Theod, make a death saving throw. Ooh. Theod, you have a failed wow. death save. Yep. <laughs> Only one. Uh, Lavis. Theod's down again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> God, it smells to help, too. The, were the werewolf managed to compose itself enough to drink a healing potion. Yeah, okay. That's last spell, mass healing word again. Um... So you're going to heal Nerali, Karis, Nerali, Karis, uh, Theod, and Graza? They're all injured, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're all getting healed. Um, For seven points. I guess Nerali to not The minimum's more. actually eight, but... All right. You all get 11 more hit points. All right. I'm good with that. Theod, you're awake again. <laughs> Don't make me use my channel divinity. This is not hard at this point. That would require you to get down here, and that's a bad idea. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, how many pirates are still alive? Like Three. Two? Uh, Three. 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 So, <clears throat> so max range for throwing weapons, if it's within that, you can throw it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, if it's outside of the of the first range, I come in, then it's with disadvantage, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Eh, I don't feel like throwing a thing. Unless you have sharpshooter as a feat, but I don't think yeah. you do. I no, I I don't throw things. I don't actually use my weapons. Um, I don't actually do things. <laughs> I just heal people. So I, I guess sacred flame. Yeah, it says guiding bolt, guiding bolt, guiding bolt. Sacred flame. Presumably the one I hit, even though it doesn't matter. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm just looking at something real quick. Uh, da, 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 da. Yep. Okay. Because I don't think anyone actually hit that one. Oh, by the way, charging is a thing that's in 5th edition. It's just a feat. Yeah. Um, alright, uh, so he has to make a deck save. Uh, what's, yep. the, what's the deck save? 14? It's 15. 15? 15 now. Uh, fails it. Roll damage. <clears throat> Yay. 
Takes two points of damage. Uh, for care. Uh, two more Eldritch Blasts at the guy who I have hexed. Okay. Miss. Hit. Crappy damage. Six damage. <laughs> little, every little bit counts. Yeah. Uh, Karis. <clears throat> okay. Watch these impressive Neurali rolls I'm about to make. Oh, Miss. Uh, what level are you, Lavis? I am five. Because your Sacred Flame should be 2d8 by now, not just 1d8. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't change that everywhere. Hit. Roll damage. Sorry. And I'm burning a spell slot for a smite. <laughs> okay. Fifteen. Twenty-two. Alrighty. <clears throat> Blast him. And he's still there. Yeah, you haven't hit him much. <laughs> Mostly True. you've been missing. Uh, pirate's turn. Two attacks on Karis. Two attacks on Graza. Two attacks on Theod. Bring it, punks. First on I wouldn't Karis. say that if I were you. <laughs> Not me. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Graza, miss, miss, so Fiat, miss. Kid, are you still prone? I went down. Only one of them hits, and it's a critical. Guess who hits? Yep, Theod. Are you kidding me? Perfect. You take I like that 11 hit points while you had it. You take 13 points of damage. <laughs> God damn oh, <laughs> Bam! <laughs> It's like Theo's like, huh, I'm back. Hey, I can't I can't do this anymore. I, I, just, I need... like, all that happens is I just hit the ground, close my eyes for a second, wake back up, and I'm like, huh, let's almost like It's like it's like the scene out of dinosaurs when 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 the the, the the dead dinosaur gets gets smacked over the head and goes unconscious and then eyes start to open, all of a sudden babies are again. <laughs> <laughs> I All get right. back up, and I get down again. Lavis. <laughs> no, sorry, no. Uh, Nerali, you're next. <laughs> All right. I'm like, get it back around to the heels. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I am rushing up at the pirate on on on, on down Theod. Um. And I am going to try and grapple him. Okay. Roll an athletics check. So you run up, and this is this one. The one that's still standing is a half orc. Mm-hmm. Uh, you run up and and like just jump and grab at him, and he raises his arm, and you grab his forearm, and you're hanging suspended from the ground on his forearm. <laughs> All right. You failed to grapple him. I have another attack action, so since I am now holding on to his arm, I'm just going to kick my feet up right at his, at his face. Okay. 
crit miss. No, critical hit. Roll damage. Kick face hard. Bam, bam. Uh, yeah, you. You hit him in the face. And he drops you down to the ground and stumbles backwards. As long as I'm positioned between him and Theod, I'm fine. You're not. <laughs> but he would. You're, you're off to one side. Like, you're like, you're. Theod's here, you're here. I've, I've, I assume I still have enough movement then to get in between them. You can't. No, really, they're, they're, they're base to base. You can't really. Like. You could step on top of Theod, but if he heals and he's underneath you, you're going to space, so. All right. You can't really get between them currently, because they are engaged. All right. Uh, do you making another attack? No, I'm not. I'm not at key points. Okay. We've been engaged for quite some time. Uh, Kana, <laughs> it's been a very long engagement. Kana on the cliff. Away from... <laughs> You're right. I should have totally left me out there unconscious in front of him. Another firebolt goes out. We lost Lavis. Mm-hmm. Oh, there they are. Uh, crit. So as you yell back, yeah, I should have left Theod, a massive firebolt strikes the guy next to you. And he is just completely incinerated. Only thing that's left are his feet. Or his, like, shoes. Actually, her response would have been something like, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Norelli doesn't do sarcasm. Any sarcasm is just me out of character. you, you You look back at Kana as she calls out to you. And there's just, like, next to you, just flash of fire. And you turn back to look at the guy you just kicked in the face, and nothing is left but his boots. Fair enough. Uh, Graza. Make that I, don't even have to, I don't have no, to no. make a save. We didn't get hit last round. Didn't get hit, that's right. There's now one guy in front of me. There you is hit. no longer going to be one guy in front of me. You hit. I think you're underestimating the amount of health he has. You hit. Alright. Miss. Ah. So. And then that. And then that. Yep, he's still, sta- he's still standing. Alright. Theod, you're make a death save. <laughs> you make a successful death save. One you, successful death. One save. one away from coming back to life, actually, if you had made it to uh, yep, Lavis, Theod's down again. <laughs> but the guy that put him down is now just a smoldering p- pair of boots. Lavis got so. <laughs> Lavis, Aaron, that was awesome. Aaron disconnected in response. <laughs> Even and then they the walk away. Like, oh, well, fuck this guy. I don't want to die. He can die. All right. Aaron, Aaron's reconnecting. Hang on. That was that was just perfect timing, though. That was the best timing. Ah. Uh, 
Ha, huh, this has been a fun this has been a fun battle. This wasn't supposed to be this challenging, but uh The odds have been going up and down. <laughs> it's how it always goes in how so it always goes in, in in any game I run is the the super super badasses go down in like three rounds. The random group of bandits destroy the party. <laughs> well, this is the only the only reason is because Diod went in head first and didn't give a shit. And... It's like, almost like it's almost like why, but... it's almost like the GM knows how to push your buttons. Yeah, just a little bit. You think? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It's a touch. <laughs> I just have a little control panel here. It's like, hmm, suicide this is a relatively big button. <laughs> <laughs> Let's push that slider all the way up. ka uh, Waiting for Aaron to reconnect fully. <clears throat> Aaron's partially reconnected. Uh, well, we'll hold her turn. Or, sorry, we'll hold Lavis's turn. His turn, sorry. Um... And we'll go on with the next person, which is Fakir. Who really kind of likes this whole Eldritch Blast double hit hex thing, so he's going to keep doing that. All right. That hits. Much better. All right. All right. That hits. You blast him apart. There's only one pirate left. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Ah, Lavis is back. There we are. All right, Lavis, uh, it is your turn. Okay. Um, Fiat is down. There is only one pirate left. <clears throat> well, unfortunately, this is why I never use Guiding Bolt. I just remembered. I am completely out of spell slots. <laughs> oh, I mean, it, it, it helped. Um, it certainly helped. Which I... Like the, the pirate captain would not have died nearly as fast without those guiding bolts. Uh -huh, uh -huh. That's true. It just, because everyone on my team keeps dying and not taking health potions, I can't do anything about <laughs> not it. Not everyone, only Theod. <laughs> In Nerali's defense, she Theod's never any health potions from anybody. So, um, yeah, we should be more concerned with us killing each other. Actually, hilariously. All right. As much as Graza charges into battle, she doesn't die very often because half damage in werewolf form. Yep. Yeah. How how injured does the guy, the living guy, look? Well, he's the one that Karis has been failing to hit. So he looks pretty good. <laughs> okay. I'm going to... I'm going to do, do one of my actual damage of the Sacred Flame at him... And yell at Karis, I can't heal right now. Hey guys, I just got an emergency text. I gotta head out. Sorry. Right. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Okay. I'll send you your. your I will, I'll yeah, send I'll catch up with you guys. Um, the only thing he would yell before he apparently passes unconscious is, "If we kill these guys, we've got a free boat." That <laughs> <laughs> none of you can pilot. All right. Um, we have a boat. None of us know how to operate this boat. <laughs> None of you know how to operate that boat. And it's Actually, a ways I think out. I know how to pilot vehicles. I do. Boats are different than land vehicles. <laughs> All right. No, you can I don't know. It's lower than a pretty Viking place. Uh, 
He makes it. No damage. See? Oh, sorry. It's not just me. <laughs> He's just super nimble. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Fakir uh, is no longer in the round currently, so... He already uh, went too. Yeah, he already. Yeah, it's already. He already went. So, Karis, your turn. <clears throat> All right, let's see these awesome swings as I horribly fail. Miss and hit. I'll burn another one because ting I'm slash. tired of this combat. <laughs> ting slash slash ting. I'm ting, not. Ting 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 ting. This has been ting, fun. Alrighty. He's still standing. Ugh. And it's his turn. This is why I asked you to heal. Miss. Meh. Miss. So they're going ting 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 ting. Back and forth. Nerali. Alright. Um There's just the one guy? Yep. Now I hit more often with it than anything else, Radiant Sunbolt. All right. Oh, no, I'm going to die. You hit? No, you're you're not downrange. <laughs> you're on the other side of the guy. It's when you're in between. <laughs> Next attack? Oh, that's right. I did. Yeah. Um... That misses. Okay. <laughs> Kana's turn. <clears throat> Another firebolt goes down range. She hits. <laughs> Hitting the guy in the back with a firebolt. He's looking very, very worse for wear, and it's Graz's turn. <clears throat> I reach down and pick up the pirate's pistol and take his coat and his hat. <laughs> Start bundling those up to your care later. Uh, do I really need to? <laughs> I mean, you could just put a potion down Theot's throat. Yeah, I'll just, go over I'll, I'll just go over and force feed the, uh, the other healing potion that I have. <laughs> Alright, roll it. 2d4 plus 4. I probably would have woken up on my own. 11. Alright, the odd you once more have 11 hit points. That magic number. <laughs> Theod, it's your turn. You're on your back. A werewolf is standing over you, forcing a potion down your throat. Well, this is an odd sight to wake up to. How which, far away which, is the guy? Which comes there? out as... <laughs> yeah. After uh, I push the bottle out of my mouth. How far away is the guy? Not too far away. He's about 30 feet away. <clears throat> What's the... Uh... What's the range on a dagger? Uh, it's twenty sixty. Is it twenty sixty? Yeah, it's yep. twenty sixty. Shit. Right. So, so you could throw it with disadvantage. 
Or I could also get up and then throw it. Yeah, I mean, you can get up and still throw it with disadvantage, yes. Well, I can get closer. Because uh, yeah. it's only half a moment to stand up and then... Yeah, you get closer. Yeah, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to get up and throw dagger. Uh, so... Dagger's a finesse weapon, so... So it's actually uh, not plus three, so it's... You miss anyways. Yep. Seriously, so you guys, so you stop muscling in on my portion of the die. So you <laughs> fling the dagger, and it goes... And over and over and, and buries in the sand. All right. Lavis. Well... And sacred flame, I guess. Cause... The, the werewolf looks up at you with sort of a, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's a post job. He fails. Um, Roll 2d8. Yay. 2d8. I did fix it after it was pointed out to me. All right. Dealing eight points of damage to him. Uh, Fakira's turn. Fakira's going to roll an attack. Let me pull up his character sheet. He's probably going to do that whole hex yeah. Eldritch Blast yeah. thing. Yeah, hex, hex and Eldritch Blast. It's an oldie but a goodie. Which he has built into his character sheet, so... And it misses. Second second part of it. That hits. And he kills the other pirate. So the final pirate falls. The hostages have been rescued. The pirates have been destroyed. And we will end it on that note. Because this has been an extra long episode already. Yeah, so we uh, we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day. You can check us out on our website at FinalShowFilms.com. If you'd like to support us financially, you can check us out on our, on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. Thank you all very much for listening. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Goodbye.